If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. John will explain. There's a creation tool, Slim, that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. It's free. Absolutely free. If it's free, it's for me. Most deaf. And Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. And check this out, Slim. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Matt Foley. I am 35 years old. I am divorced and I live in a van down by the river. If any of our material offends you, send us your address and we will mail you a snowflake care packet, including tissues, tampons, and more. You're listening to the Glitter Squirrels. This thing says we can hear you. Start recording now. Not yet. We're about to. Yeah. Warm it up, Chris. I'm about to warm it up, Chris. That's what I was born to do. You remember that song? Chris? Yeah. Crisscross, they wear those pants backwards and shit. Yeah, they look like idiots. <laughs> Pass the dozy on the left side, man. <laughs> <laughs> remember that one? <laughs> no. It was pretty bad. Sonic Youth. You don't remember that song, dude? <laughs> I remember Pass the Dutchie, but. Yeah, that, well, yeah, that was it. Pass the dizzy on the left side, man. <laughs> Pass the douche on the left side, man. Mm. <laughs> I've been hitting upside the head. I said, oops, upside, upside the head. head. I said, oops, upside the head. Yeah, that cable was shit. I was like, this is the way. Shitty cables. Shitty cables. This set's brought to you by shitty cables. <laughs> I can hear you, John. Can you hear me? Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Yes. I think everybody heard that. <laughs> check two. One, two. Check two. One. Check two. One. Check two. How you doing there? Let me hear yours. Check one, two. One, two. Check two. Two, two. One, two. Check two. One. Check bottomy. Check one. So face mic. One, two, two, two. Don't mess with my toot toot. Toot toot. <laughs> that was a stupid song. <laughs> it was bad as might have been the police gear. Might have been the gym. Hey, thank you. I'm here on leaving. Serve the meal. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go live on Facebook. Are we going live? Let, let's do this, motherfucker. Uh, should we see how our mics are faring in this? Next, no, or? no, we're we're good. Trust yeah. me. Are the iPhone mic is yeah, we're hot. We're recording. We are hot. We are. Now yeah. you're too hot to shut now, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, when the children cry. He said John Travolta was sick. He had chills that were multiplying. <laughs> it turned out it was only Saturday night fever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not at my soundboard yet. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Check two one. Check two one. One, does it sound weird? Or? It does sound a little weird. Well, it's because we got these massive speakers going. Yeah. Um, it, it sounds very bassy. Does it? Yeah. Do it now. It's like bass, 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 bass. Not anymore. I just turned, I just rolled half of it. I just rolled it down like. Yeah. 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 Put the needle on the record. 
Yeah. Put the needle now on the record. Now you don't sound so bottomed out. Yeah, check. I'll put some little high in there. Little, yours is high. And you can yeah. Little high. Yeah. Hey, Chris. Thompson, if you're watching this, please bring me a boom stamp. Thank you very much. Uh, well, well we guess, got the uh, angle. We got the angle with the angle? I think so. I think so. I got Gene Simmons. You got a piece of duct work and a, mm -hmm. and a little American flag. <laughs> let's, let's get this out. This is sloppy. Hey, make the mixture sloppy, sloppy, sloppy Joe's. Sloppy Joe's. Slop, sloppy Joe's. Sloppy Joe's. You're scaring everybody. <laughs> check one, two. So, how do you think we're going to fare there as far as. Go ahead. Uh, check one, two, one, two. Check one, two, one, check two. One, two. That's about even, right? Hey, how we doing, folks? Hey, how you doing, Slim? I'm trying yeah. to get that dialed in here. And, I'm doing uh, good. I'm going to get out of this thing here, and I guess we're going to go live on the book, right? Yeah. We won't be sideways, will we? Because mm -hmm. the, the new phones flip with you, right? Uh, No, I think we will be sideways. Because no, it be up? Well, I, no. Because I did the videos. Well, like it may. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Back it should be okay, yeah. It should be okay. Let us know if we need to flip this piece of shot. <laughs> Is there another USB port over there? Oh, like charged? over here on the computer? Uh, no, but I'm good, man. I'm up oh, to like... Well, I need to... You need to charge up? Yeah, yeah, I need to charge up, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. What? Um, I don't want... Because Facebook Live is going to drain your fucking battery. Not really, so, man. Mine holds out for his brand new phones. So does so, it? Yeah, I've okay. noticed it. It, it, it. it can go the distance, man. Um, and in the event of an emergency, I'll... Un you okay how much charge you got right now uh six percent six uh-huh are you shitting me nah. <laughs> you i had 30 when i got out of here well plug that plug that thing in <laughs> i believe that was rub it in rub it in by some guy we don't even remember <laughs> Check one, all right two. you ready to go live on the book uh yeah that's it Trying to keep all the garbage out of the background to a minimum. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> well, you got ready? Yeah, I'm about ready if you are. All right, let's do this podcast thing. Uh, check two, one, two, two, one. Check two, one, one, one. That good? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that sounds good. Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. All right. Are we on anchor going? You can cut all that. Oh, yeah, there, yeah. Right? yeah. Yeah. Real, oh, hold on a minute. I told you. It was uh, good. Hold on. We're going to fix that real quick. Hold on. John Hall is live now. I am live at the moment, but uh, I'm going to be unlive for a second because I've got to re-angle our situation here. Hmm. Yeah. I'm not live now, am I? No, but I'll tell you what does let you broadcast like that live to Facebook. You won't be able to see the comments or anything, but um, that don't be in our program. Mm -hmm. It broadcasts. It lets you do sideways view. Oh, it really? Doesn't, yeah, it doesn't. I got a fire candle, man. I can live it. Yeah. Much better. Uh, I'm going to get this going. All right, man. Uh, so go ahead and uh, give them a little something, something. Or we're just, we're, yeah. I'll just let them know that we're uh, fixing a camera angle. Yeah. Uh, why? Let's you got a man. microphone? You tell them. Yeah. <laughs> the hell? What the 
Hell, Can man. you believe this shit? We gave a drummer a microphone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's a new one. <laughs> Don't give. He's got to earn it. That's why I was like, uh oh, I'm going to have problems. Because I'm upstaging the main Because I'm upstaging the main guy. Oh, he said, all right, Facebook, you want to fucking play? Let's play. <laughs> I love it. That's you great. That? You did. Oh. You're like, all right, Facebook, you want to fucking play? Let's play. Let me get it here. Let me test angle here because I'm a nerd. Son of a bitch. Shit. That's all right. The bunker. It's dry. It's not bad. It's dry. Push it. That sucks. There's gotta be a way to make this clean. Why don't you like put it up there? Huh? You should put it up there, you like know? wrap it around one of the pipes. Be able to read shit. Oh well, I can read comments on my phone. Can you really? Yeah. Oh well. Oh. On Facebook? While we're doing well, this? no, because then you won't be able to hear the sound effects. We're just going to have to sport you here or something. So I got this new thing, Slam, and you can see how that's working out for me, right? Yep. Yeah, you know that's right. <laughs> Yeah, so much trash out of it. He's anti trashy. Alright. That works, right? Yeah, it looks good to me. Okay. Both of us are in the video. That's all. It matters. looks good to him. Yep. It looks good to him. Live on Facebook. As soon as we get our first viewer, I'm hitting the. Uh, Once we go live on Facebook, we get our first viewer. I'm hitting the disclaimer. Hold up. Once you go live, it's going to notify me. Okay. And once it does, I'm gonna. Ali Babbitt. <laughs> Who? All right. Ali Go for it. Ready to rock and roll? Yep. All right. Thank you. I can have little jeans. Scoot over this way just a little bit, dude. Scoot over towards me. Yeah. Towards you? Yeah, a little social distance. Got to have Gene in there somehow because it's funny. Because it's funny. Never eat a clown. They taste funny. Okay. You ready? Yeah. I'm so ready to add it. a description. Not really. Mystery mask. What would we look like with that on? <laughs> How's Those that are fun. I'm just curious. Yeah. All right. Uh, you're ready to start the live video. And uh, I believe we're live right now. I don't know. I don't need no sticking. It hasn't notified me yet. Oh, really? It's just kind it of hasn't notified me yet. 
Oh, there it goes. Uh, John Hall is live now. Why is this thing just spinning around? Maybe spin me right around. Hey, what's going on, Facebook? How you guys doing? We're uh What's up, going. Facebook? We're getting everything together. Yeah, there we go. Larry Brown is one of the best security guards in the business. This guy's work for like the Florida Marlins. Hang on a second. How you doing, Larry? I need to start a watch. Hey, party. Dennis is watching, but oddly enough, Dennis is sitting right next to me. Right. You're Tony gonna, you're gonna hear us for a minute. Oh, the slight delay thing again? Yeah. But um, here's what I'm doing. I'm sharing it to the Glitter Squirrel podcast. Oh we're just getting tweaked in. We didn't tweak it for like two hours. So. Hey, Tony, what's up, man? Larry, how you doing? Uh, Talk to me, brother. All right. I don't know what he's doing. He's got more shit noise coming out of his phone. <laughs> I don't know, man. All right. You ready to do this? Ready? We got half a million people watching right now worldwide. All right. He's asking me, are we ready to do this? <laughs> we got a lot of things to talk about today. Uh, yes. Everybody's oh, my God. Go. Yeah. Hang on. Let's start the show. Listen to this guy. You think he's a DJ or something? Am I? I guess we're live because people are seeing it. I just don't know why I've got this big line. I, I still got this circle thing going on. Looking good. How's Florida? My name is Matt Foley. I am 35 years old. And, uh, I am divorced. Can't hear a word you're saying. In a van down by oh, you can't? If any of our material is oh. in send us your answer. It's going to be a snowflake care package, including tissue. Yeah, everybody, what's up, man? Eddie Likens? You can't, you can't hear me, really? I mean, seriously? Can you hear me? Can you hear us now? Jack, can you hear us now? Can you hear us now? Last time we did this, everybody's like, hey, man, you got to delay. But, yeah. So I'd like to explain once again that. Explain. <laughs> Yeah, we actually have a, a computer and um, all that PC thing going that we actually do our Glitter Squirrel podcast from. Mm-hmm. And that actually sounds like radio. This actually sounds like the uh, the bunker in Ashland, Kentucky. Yes. And uh, so if you hear a slight delay, and if you can... <laughs> there, 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 hey, Craig. There's no uh, there's no delay now. <laughs> no, there's it, not. It's a straight up... Oh, that's because we're right here. Yeah. Yeah, see, that's great. Can you guys hear me? I'm just wondering. I mean, you probably won't hear me. I, uh, What's up, Craig? How you doing, man? Doing All right. good? I, I hope uh, they can hear us. Somebody comment, please, and let uh, us know Larry if can did, hear said us. he can't really hear you. There we go. Oh, he, yeah, he can hear us. All right. Yeah, uh, there you go. Winning. See, they can't hear Sandy Redburn. Well, Danny's watching, uh, and Thomas winning. Farmer. What are we going to talk about today on the show? I, I'm sure the other group, uh, on, uh, we are we're on Anchor, right? Yeah, we're on Anchor, anchor.fm slash glitter squirrels. Yeah, and that's where we're at right now. Which you, If you want to jump over there and not watch our dumb asses, you can go ahead. You can actually go there and watch the thing once. I'm muffled. We're muffled. I don't, we're a little muffled. Yeah, we are muffled. Okay, are we still muffled? Don't sound muffled. We're no. right by the bass speaker. Maybe you should put us by oh, like, one of the... Think about that. <laughs> yeah, no shit. I guess it's a little brisk, isn't it? I got yeah. these cables. I just put... I'm putting this back together down here, so it's... Uh, looks like Hurricane Katrina came along and busted some ass or something. All so right, anyway, hi, Tina. <clears throat> Excuse me. Is, uh, here we go. Okay, I don't think we should be so bassy no more. Yeah. Did, hey, did that clean uh, it up? All you, all you uh, rock and roll sound people out there. Going, what the hey? What's up, Leah? How you doing? Tina, how you doing? I... <laughs> We've got new toys. Duh. Winning. Hi. <laughs> 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 hey, Jeannie, how you doing? we got Lisa Ebbison. I guess we should go ahead and get on with the radio show. And, uh, uh, what is going to be the first? Let's talk about the Cincinnati Bengals. 
right out of the bag, because huh, I said bag. Where's the rim shot? No, yeah, that sucked, man. Hang on. Yeah. I gotta no, find no, it. No, you're too late. It's it's not <laughs> listed as rim shot. It's listed as put on There it is. Thank you. We're all eating Hey John, how you doing? And Nathan Shorter's in the house. How y'all oh, doing, yeah. man? Yeah, I guess everybody gets free tomorrow. Yeah. Yep. We got that going for us. That's always nice. Hello, <laughs> Cleveland. Are you guys getting that right? Uh, this is what happens when you give some uh, toys. <laughs> Excuse me. That's what happens when you eat beans. No. Okay. So I'm, How you, Joe? How you doing? I'm pretty excited. I'm pretty excited. What, what are you excited about, uh, Sam? New Horizons for the Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah, um, I said Andy that about Dalton. Cleveland last year. Andy Dalton is gone. Yeah, um, Andy out. Let's see. Uh, Marvin Lewis Andy is gone. Chandler, what's up, dude? Uh, you know, it, it's basically now we have salary cap room. And we have a coach that'll get us past the first round of the playoffs. Hey, Satch, man. Uh, Buddy up in Canada. Hey, what's up, dude? Speaking of E-Hall, that's where Andy Dalton went. Uh, did, he got he signed go? to a one million dollar uh, really? a one year seven million dollar deal with the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, these poor bastards. Mm-hmm. Know, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, you got that go. But you know, it's funny because uh, last year when you know Cleveland was going to be all the rage. I, you know, mm-hmm. and we see what happened this year. Ooh. Yeah. Go Browns. Mm-hmm. There probably won't even be a season. There probably won't even be a planet left by the Not really. Hey, Mike Hitt and Carol Kelly and Lee Ryan Mang, love you. Oh, well, you know, I'm glad you like our show. It's good. It's actually, uh, it's getting up there. And one thing that we did find out recently, because, you know, they grab everything nowadays. Mm-hmm. And uh, we realized that we had a predominantly female, female audience. audience. Yeah. Yes. I don't have a mic stand today because I just excellent. I just don't feel like good. So. Excellent. That's good. Hey Katrina, what's up? Jenny Pardo. Russell Knight, what's up, my brother? Um, so yeah, anyway, last year I was all excited about um Cleveland and it turned out to be a big brown pile of crap. Yeah, that's probably what's gonna end up happening in Cincinnati. <laughs> so I guess my point my point being slim would be like, don't get your hopes up. Man. Right, right. We had a what's up, Doug? How you doing? Linda gets Pinky in the house. Skylar Morrison. We need to call Skylar or give him your number. Every time, every time have... you give me a name, I'm playing a sound effect. Oh, are you? Okay, yeah. Skylar Morrison. No, Skylar's a great picker, man. I he actually get up and jam. I had a short tenure with a band called Big Skillet. Um, big Skillet. Yeah, Big Skillet. Look at your panties all in a bunch. Exactly. Skylar, <laughs> man, this dude could pick. He, he could go to Nashville and just make make some good money, man. How you doing, buddy? Uh, How's that moonshine and that prison punch you've been making, or whatever the hell you call it? <laughs> this guy took a bunch of grape juice and let it. I he's got the recipes for moonshine, all this cool shit. Hey, Shelly, how you doing, man? Long time to see. Got some people from the barn. Got some people from out in North Dakota. We got people from Canada here tonight. We got Austin Monsters in the house. Oh, yeah. I hope I don't hit the wrong buttons. I hope he hits something that like, it starts like some kind of porn loop or something. Uh-oh. Like, Self destruct you know. sequence activated. I better run. That means Slim's gonna shit his pants. So he like gotta like get on out. Hey, Renee Polly, what's up, chick? <laughs> this, I'm, like, I'm trying to. I'm just gonna tell you right now that uh, Slim's got new toys on his phone, mm-hmm. and, and that's obvious. Mm-hmm. So we'll probably be playing with them a lot throughout our uh, anchor broadcast. Mm-hmm. Which is, uh, we're we're actually <clears throat> we're 18 minutes and 33 in. Yeah. And we've absolutely got nothing done on our anchor podcast. 
Hey, stop talking about the shitty thing. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> I'm just going to laugh. I'm just going to laugh. And you guys thought we were sitting in chairs. <laughs> yeah, there's no way, dude. There's no way. No good. So we got, like, uh, anyway, I got a... There's a, several things. There was something else I'm going to talk about on the show today. and uh, <laughs> The Kentucky governor. You know, I would, <laughs> tell dude. us about that, man. You, dude. you take it. You take that okay, one, because so I had no clue. Your it's governor. Sure. What are you doing? Your governor, John. <laughs> Not my governor, man. I just live here. But, yeah, go ahead. But, yeah, yeah, go ahead. He's like, Not my governor. <laughs> Not my governor. Oh, but anyway, okay, so your governor uh, was, uh, he was kind of a dick. What did he do? He uh, made some accusations that, uh, uh, People were filing fraudulent unemployment claims in Kentucky. Oh, so that's how that shit's going? Yeah, started? right. Wow. And, and then, right. Uh, and, and then he had to later apologize for it. I've kind of mashed the two together. Yeah. So um, here's the uh, here's the file. Okay, guys. You guys probably can't hear this if you're not we on the cast. Somebody apply for unemployment for Tupac Shakur here in Kentucky, and that person probably thought they were being funny. They probably did, except for the fact that because of them. We've got to go through so many other claims. And one person thinking that they were funny, using somebody else's identity, is going to make tens of thousands, potentially, of other people wait. Now, I owe somebody an apology tonight. Hey, Teresa. Um, Last night, I spent uh, a little bit of time talking about fraudulent claims holding us up and mentioned an individual that had filed in the name of Tupac Shakur. Oh, my God. I didn't know, uh, <laughs> and it's my fault, uh, that we have a Kentuckian who goes by Malik, uh, whose name is Tupac Shakur. I talked to him on the phone today. Oh, my God. I apologize. <laughs> that is, uh, so th- let me get this right. I-, I didn't know the name of the, our governor here in Kentucky, number one. Uh, uh, Bashir. Number two, Bashir. Okay. Yeah. So, Andy Bashir. So this guy. He whatever he's doing, uh-huh. and, and he and he, and he, he files he files those. I will say this for him: he's he's been doing a he's good guy. daily. He's, he's been doing a daily uh, COVID nineteen update. Yeah, like, he's cool. I mean, every day he goes on TV in a t shirt, a button down shirt. What's up, buddy? I'm doing? sorry, in jeans and a button down shirt. Yeah, and uh, he's like, all right, here's what's going on. Oh, well, God. West uh, West Virginia opens up May fourth. Right. Tomorrow. That's great, man. We can get back to making moonshine and putting our shoes back on. That's right. And, you know, all that but shit that goes. I've got, I've got two I was words. in West Virginia yesterday. I, I've got two words for Andy Bashir, though. Let's hear them. Epic fail. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's going to be. Yeah, I'm just. No, that's good. But anyway, I guess. Well, um, so the guy files the thing and it comes up to you, and they think he's being a wise ass. Yeah. Yeah, they're thinking, okay. oh, he's just. He's making a fraudulent claim, stealing somebody's identity. Do you think, and, yeah, do you think any governor needs to, because I, I know the straft are hurting. Oh, right. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, yeah, they're strapped for cash anyway. Winning. <laughs> Dual line winning. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, how embarrassing, number one. Number two, I'd kick my parents' ass if they ever named me Tupac, Chagor, or something, something. You are an idiot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly my thoughts. So we got that guy here. Yeah, you know, a lot of people. But, yeah, we're not really a political show. We're not really kind of any show. No. Hey, guys, we're going to field some questions. Actually, while we're doing our show over here, I was going to field a question to you guys. Earlier, we were doing some stuff, and I was like, going, man, you ever think Elvis was like a little, maybe Elvis was like a super freak? 
right? Super free. So we wanted like anybody watching that could come up with five Elvis songs. They kind of have like, what's that big fancy word in you know? Uh, that was like not good. references. Yeah, so I'm thinking like, for an example, treat like treat me like a fool. Yeah, treat me meaning cool. But it's all the same there. Well, he likes getting his ass beat. Is that S and M? Sorry. Hey, thank you. We all eat and serve the uh, Yeah, so that was mine. But Jailhouse Rock. That, that's got some sketchy lyrics, right? Um, some dude that's downtown. gotta be so, about taking it in the cornhole. Oh my god. <laughs> it's gotta be. <laughs> it's the hole now. It's a jailhouse rock. That's funny. Peace, love, and happiness, no, Jenny. Yes, you too. Thank you very much. Frank Waller, man, I ain't seen you forever. Last time I saw you, you're coming out of a ditch with my brother. Because uh, back then, and this is a funny thing about Frank. Uh, we all um, grew up in one of these things called a holler. I didn't grow up there, but you know, my mom was from there, so all of our vacations and whatever we're doing. And you know, my dad's retired Air Force. We'd go to the farm, which is yeah. about 20 minutes from here. Frank Waller, my brother, one summer day, me and Brian came back from Germany early. He's like, yeah, man, we'll go hang out, stay at the farm, and Yahoo, Bill Hay, and take a, you know, all the shit that goes about it. But Frank, yeah. my brother, they take off on, I don't, you're probably too young to remember, but before they had quad runners, they had a thing called a big red, is a big hog at three-wheeler. Three-wheeler. Absolutely. Yeah, dude, I you, used to ride those. Yeah, you had to lean into the turns. Mm-hmm. So, man, we're waiting around, waiting around, we're all, like, taking turns, you know, and all that. And I can't find my brother, Frankie. Uh, we get down towards the end of the holler, and these two Jimmys are coming up out of the ditch. <laughs> Went so flipped it. Two of them on there trying to run around. Hey, Jack Hicks. Jack Hicks, we have a uh, we have a celebrity picker among us this evening, folks. Jack's going to probably sign on. He's going to be like, you dick. I'll tell you what, I'll send somebody a bumper sticker, and you can't Google it. You probably will, but Jack Hicks, he's, he's a local from here. And, and you know, you play with Conway Twitty forever, right? Yeah. And still. And I just saw a picture of you the other day, Jack. Someone had put it up there, and, and there you were as a youngster to play behind the good old Bill Monroe, man. But good to see you, Jack. Hope we can do some picking again soon. Hope you're doing all right, man. Yeah. Hey, Patricia, how you doing? And uh, who is it? Steve Griffin going on with us? What else is on your mind, Slim? Who, I don't know. Huh? I'm just just, with my see, I'm going to have to take it from him because he's like having some kind of OCD moment or something like that. No! And this will be like this is like episode 10 of our podcast, or whatever, and it's called, it's, it's going to be a bunch of bullshit. It's going to be me uh, fielding questions, dodging bullets, and, and, and a bunch of. Uh, somebody, who wants to hear a sound effect? Steve Griffin, how you doing, buddy? Would you like to hear a sound effect? Maybe? No? Okay. Um. <laughs> Oh my God! I'm gonna kill him. I'm gonna kill this guy. It'd be like the day slim no died. Oh, Guys, any questions? Don't close your eyes. Oh, that's uh, Keith Willie, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know you did him. I loved him. Okay. <laughs> yes. Go. Uh, no. Oh my. Oh my 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 my. There was a couple things I want to talk about, but they're on my. You know, I'll take notes and. Uh, about going back to work tomorrow. How's everybody feel about this? Ooh. We all get to get out and go run around. It's been like eight weeks. I it's been a, I, I hadn't seen my Get back to work, you slacker. <laughs> well now. <laughs> you've been I, sitting around the house far too long. Yeah, you've been sitting around the house far too long. I've been out goofing <laughs> off and hanging out and I mean not, I yeah, I've been home. I, I don't get me wrong. I I you know, it's a gamble you know, and I I know some people read things I post and they go, oh man, this guy's like a conspiracy theory guy. I, I don't, man. I just, uh, I appreciate everyone's opinions and trust me, man. I get my balls kicked around quite a bit if you get on some of my posts. Like, <laughs> quite, 
if I post something like political or something, man, I get lit up, you know. And it's okay. I, you know, I don't care. I think you're gonna. What is it going on? Yeah. So I, you know, I get uh, I, and I think it's cool though. I think you know everybody should be able to, you know, say what they want about anything, man. You know, everyone's like, excuse me, man, damn burritos. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So everybody gets to go out tomorrow and, and goof off, and I don't think it's a great idea, but. Here, here's my take on that song. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking, you know, if everyone's going, hey, man, you know, tomorrow it's going to start raining hydrochloric acid. Yeah. You know, I'm probably not going to go outside unless I got something that's going to protect me from that. Because you know, mm-hmm. I don't want to mm-hmm. just turn into a nothing. You know? Yeah. And uh, but, you know, as a country, you also have to look at it and go, well, man, if, you know, it's your right. If you mm-hmm. if you want to go out and expose yourself, man, go out there and be a dumb man. You know, it's cool. I mean, um, and, and I know this was kind of a different situation. It's not like hydrochloric yeah. acid, but. In, in the same thing, it's like, uh, um, yeah, I know it's bad. <laughs> I know it's bad. <laughs> and uh, if you want to take chances with that and all that stuff, but you know, I think it's a, uh, you know, it, it's, it, you know, it's, it's your decision, man. If you want to go out there and be a dumb shit, and, yeah. Bert, catch him. My lawyer's in the house tonight. Hey, Bert, how you doing? <laughs> he said my lawyer's in the house. Yeah. Catch him, Quill and Bailey. This is the next catch him, Bert. Uh, way back with Bert, man. It's a great guy. How you doing, Bert? It's been a while. I haven't seen you since that last shindig where we all uh, got together. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> Hope you're doing all right, Bert. Good to see you. But anyway, like I said, I think I think if you want to go out, man, and do whatever you want to do, and you know, roll with it, and maybe perhaps get sick, and, and, and perhaps <laughs> and, and perhaps die, then hey, man, that's your choice. Yeah. Yeah. We got chainsaws. This show's really stepping up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting on like uh, we graduated our budget to forty bucks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I heard the guy from uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, the dude, the chainsaw. No, no, man, not Duke. Oh the, shit! You know the, the chainsaws on there. I, I no, Texas like, Chainsaw Master. No, man, the singer. That oh, the I don't know. Huh? Shit, I don't remember. Oh, come that, on. that was like years ago. Somebody yeah. name it. There's yeah. got to be enough fucking. I can name watching. it. I hung out with these guys in Denver years ago when they were just they were a different band, and then he went off on his own and yeah. became like his own thing. But he, he, I remember he came to Huntington. He came out and had the chainsaw, rah, 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 you know, doing his thing and all that, man. And everyone's just kind of sitting there like, well, who the hell's this dude? Right. And he's like, he yells at everybody, degrades them, tells them to get off their faces. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ron Weddington. Hey, man, you need to get in touch with me about that big jam and jam. And stuff. Look at this, man. What's the chances of two local musicians stacking up on each other right here? We got Nathan Hammond. How you doing, Nathan? It's been a while since I saw you, dude. And then we got Ron Weddington. Phenomenal guys right there. Ray Whitlock's. Was you want to talk to Ray? <laughs> Ray was on one of our shows about Ray was years on ago, wasn't episode he? three. Yeah, we it, it, yeah Ray Whitlock and uh, the 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 Ty Herndon thing. I got all excited. Did you hear me? I, like stuttered all over the place there for a minute. I was like, duh, 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 duh. hey Renee, what's up? Going to keep staying at home. Rio. Yeah, you know that's cool. I, you know exactly. And, and the only funny thing about the quarantine, I I stay home anyway unless I'm on the. So like I said, we're doing okay. our, we're doing our anchor podcast. Yeah. So I think we go live while we do our anchor podcast. All right. So we're gonna do. So we're, we're gonna, gonna do this. The only thing we've got done on our podcast is farts, sound effects, <laughs> talking about how great the Bengals are gonna be this year. I'm not a fan. He is. Right. And that's about all we got done so far. And then he stopped mid stroke. You know what? No. 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 I never met the guy in my life. <laughs> Dustin Tanner in the house. Hold on. We gotta play the intro. We gotta.
Oh, okay. Yeah, well, yeah, this is for the radio purposes. Okay. I'm, just, I'm talking to my we'll buddies right, over here. We'll be right back. Don't talk to your buddies in the microphone, otherwise they'll hear it. So, okay. shh, this is how you do radio shows. Warning. The following podcast is not recommended for listeners under 17. My name is Matt Foley. I am 35 years old. I am divorced. And I live in a van down by the river. If any of our material offends you, send us your address. And we will mail you a snowflake care packet, including tissues, tampon, and more. You're listening to the Glitter Squirrels. And that's and that's, that's it. That. We're on. Now hang we're, on. Hang on. on. One more. One more. We got to do one more. You ready? One more. Hey, Jenny. How you doing? The glitter squirrels. That sounds kind of. Don't you say it, motherfucker. Gay. Well, we really dig chips. This is the Glitter's Coral Spot Cast. <laughs> All right, welcome aboard, eager listeners. Yes. Uh, we're doing, we're a minute and 48, and actually two hours or three, four, and actually our <laughs> first getting back to Anchor and doing our thing. Exactly. So, if so, you're tuning uh, in now. The, the, yes, if you're, tuning, if, if you're just tuning in, welcome. Uh, yeah. We are live on Facebook. Um, we are at facebook.com slash glitter squirrels. Yeah. Um, if you, you go to that page, you will see a link to a group. And uh, that's what we want you to do is join our group because our group gets us to just you. Facebook blocks algorithms and links and all that stuff. And they, they make it not visible. But in a group, we can share a link and it makes it visible to everyone. Yeah. So, um once you go over to our Facebook page, once again, facebook.com slash glitter squirrels, um, go there and look for the link to the group. Um, I do believe that I pinned it to the top of the group. That's so, kinky. Yeah, right. Nice. It is kinky. Go. Yeah, that's, that's hot. So I have a new toy that I'm playing with. Um, and and, uh, and, and, this, one's, and this one is not in his butt. So this is, right. this is, this is working out beautiful every way. So. All you acre listeners out there on the show, that's, that's, that's the way it goes, man. But, uh, that was nice. <laughs> so uh, I guess we have to re-talk about the Bengals. We really don't need to talk about the Bengals. Man. I mean, we got rid of some dudes and got some new dudes. We, we got some... Uh... We, we, we've had a guy, he's been plugging up our salary cap on the Bengals for right. uh, about nice. seven years. And, uh, well, now he's gone. He's uh, in yeah, Dallas. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, um, That's wild. And then you got uh, and, 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 <laughs> Nice. I really like the way, like, Brady kind of bailed out on the base. <laughs> right. Trying to get a tan, playing some warm weather. And then they, and, and then and they brought Gronkowski, Gronkowski was, uh, out of retirement. Did you see the little clip that he filmed himself picking him up at the airport? Mm-mm. He's just, he's looking like the biggest smart ass ever. He just keeps looking at the camera. Tom Brady, I know it's hard to imagine because he's a, a very cordial man. But yeah, he's walking, he's kind of got dude behind him, and he, and he looks like, hey, what's up, Patriots? And really when the, I, I, you know what, I, I'm gonna, I hope we get an NFL season, it'd be great. And uh, that's going to be the interesting first game ever when the Patriots go against the... I'll bet the I'll bet, I, 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 I will, I'd be willing to go on record as saying right now, 
the Tampa Bay Buccaneers will make it to the Super Bowl this year. Oh, my God. You got, I, you I'll know, go on record as yeah. saying that. Because Tom Brady, I will say this, he is a cocky bastard. He is, but, he's good. He's good. But he's good. He's good that, that, that. He has every reason to be Scott Teeson, man. I'm starting up, to buddy? hear some feedback. Doing, I'm right. starting just to hear some feedback just a little bit. I'm starting to hear it as I talk. Oh, feedback. Yes, just a little feedback. It's not it, it's like a it's like it's it's a high yeah. end trimby feedback. Yeah. Scott Teeson, what's up, buddy? I mean that guy you live on base together, right pat and uh Actually, uh, we used to go to church with that dude, man. And the only reason we like going to church, I mean, it's a cool church, I'll get me wrong. Uh, he's like, hey, man, you want to go to church with us? They got a live band. I was like, I was like, I was like, amen. I was like, no, that's cool, man. Praise Jeebus or whatever. Praise Buddy Rich. And, uh, you know, Scott, so I'd go to church with him. Talk to bananas. What else did we do back on, back on base, man? You guys ever play junk poker? What? Junk. Poker. Junk. Yeah, poker. You, you show no. up, you're young, you're like in seventh grade, you ain't got shit, you ain't got a job, you ain't got nothing going on except all the toys you've collected for ever as a kid. Junk poker, man, we get together as kids and it'd be like belt buckles and hot wheels and shit like that. <laughs> Record albums, stuff you didn't want no more. And, and we'd sit around and, and you would gamble in the hands, you know, you'd win all kinds wow. of shit. I won, uh, I won absolutely nothing. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, Scott, man, it's good, good, good to see you. What, I mean, what would you say? Yeah, you do here. So anyway, Bengals, we got that going on. There was something else we want yep. to talk about, man. Yep. on the show. Today. We got the uh, the Kentucky governor and the governor of Kentucky, uh, Andy Bashir. Yeah, uh, he 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 screwed up and uh, he, he accidentally called somebody out. Um, here's what it, here's what happened. Uh, he thought somebody was trying to make a fraudulent unemployment claim. So he said um, Tupac Shakur uh, filed for unemployment in Kentucky. And then he went on to say that, uh, you know, somebody trying to be funny, trying to be cute. He's cracking on his own. You know, self. He's yeah. cracking on his own self. Yeah. And he's not even aware of it. Yeah. And uh, a big deal out of it. yeah, and like wow. he he went on like I, I wow. here's what I did I took and I mashed it up I, I mashed it up with the uh, the uh, first initial mention of it and then I mashed it up with the apology nice. um, because he had to apologize because there is yes oh well we'd like um, to hear it there there is really a guy in Lexington Kentucky named Tupac Malik Shakur wow. and, and I guess um, you're about to hear that he yeah he yeah, goes by the name Malik. Um, but, uh, his name is Tupac Shakur. Um, it wasn't like a sham or, yeah, you know, he wasn't trying to screw anything right, over. He yeah, actually works real. in a kitchen in Lexington wow. and he got furloughed, uh, with COVID-19, but, uh, oh, here's really? the wow. governor. Here you go. For our listeners on the radio world, you guys probably won't hear this very much because we're, you know, we had well. somebody apply for unemployment for Tupac Shakur here in Kentucky. And that person <laughs> probably thought they were being funny. They probably did, except for the fact that because of them, we've got to go through so many other claims that one person thinking that they were funny, using somebody else's identity, is going to make tens of thousands, potentially, of other people wait. Here it comes. I owe somebody an apology tonight. <laughs> um, you know, last night, I spent uh, a little bit of time talking about fraudulent claims holding us up and mentioned an individual that had filed in the name of Tupac Shakur. Oh, my God. I didn't know, um, and it's my fault, uh, that we have a Kentuckian who goes by Malik, uh, whose name is Tupac Shakur. I talked to him on the phone today. I apologize. 
this is bad. This is bad, bad, bad. That's that's your governor, John. No. <laughs> you live in Kentucky. He's your governor. Yeah, but we don't talk about that. Yeah, I know he is our governor. He's here. What's up, man? Uh, uh, but yeah, that that's Keith Whitley's uh, cousin in the house. I went to school with this girl all my life, and I, I find out today she pulls a picture of him. She's like, "Where's Keith Whitley hanging out?" I'm like, "Well, related to him." Everybody's from Louisiana. What the hell are you, slacker? Uh, if you guys are just tuning in on Facebook Live, what we're doing, we're doing our radio broadcast over here. So I'd like to just kind of go live so you guys can go, what a couple of dumbasses. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Barbara Bear. Barbara, why'd you write hell? Did you mean to say hi or just oh, hell? <laughs> or did you listen to the, the Tupac Shakur thing? It was kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> this is great. Uh, anyway, man, all you got, all six of you guys that are here right now. Thanks for showing up. We dig it. Appreciate you guys. Yeah, man. For and, sure. Uh, all you guys get to go out tomorrow and run around. He's talking to people on Facebook. Uh, if you guys are listening on the podcast, he, well, yeah, uh, but I know I have a bad habit when we're doing our show to keep looking <laughs> over, man. Because he, he's just like, hey, Greg, uh, hey, how you doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I know. I just out of nowhere. It's like, is he on drugs or whatever? Like, no, not, not on drugs yet. But uh, yeah, so that's always funny. There was, damn it, there was something I want to talk about. I apologize for nothing. Exactly. <laughs> nothing. Ever. Ever, 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 ever. Uh, so there was uh, a couple other things that happened. Um, there was uh, I have some stuff one thing that's like thing. 21 minutes long. Oh, but, God. Uh, well, yeah. Well, then we had this one that's like two minutes and 14 seconds now. Remember, you can't talk, but everybody's going to love this. You know, the morning show, Bob and Tom. Oh yeah, well, absolutely. They, uh, they, they have a uh, they have this uh, company called Deck Suckers. Deck. Now, now you people <laughs> watching live on Facebook, that's Deck. <laughs> it's Suckers. Deck. So don't anyway, report us. <laughs> yeah, don't report us, man. Don't, yeah, don't slam me down with some kind of. I'm a racist or a homo or whatever. Like, but you know, here it is. Lay it on me, man. This is Ed Pinkley from Ed Pinkley Motors, the home of the Pinkley Taurus. Are you like me? Is your patio deck cluttered with trash, leaves, and moldy dog dew? Yep. Has it become stained and discolored from years of neglect? Well, if your deck is in need of a good sprucing up, have I got news for you. I'm proud to introduce my new patio deck cleaning service featuring our professional crew of ladies armed with high-performance vacuum cleaners, powerful enough to suck up any stains <laughs> and debris. And what do we call our service? We call ourselves the Deck Suckers. <laughs> the deck Suckers. When your patio's a wreck, your deck suckers. Sit hey, back Dad. and let us suck your deck. <laughs> oh my God. So if you want your deck sucked, then remember, all of our high-tech vacuum cleaners were designed by me, Ed Pinkley. <laughs> outboard motors normally use on speedboats. We tried Evinrude, but we found the Johnson motor to be a better fit. <laughs> my vacuum cleaner, the Johnson Soccer. You're sure to be impressed when you see me pulling out my Johnson. So, whether you have a little deck or a huge deck, 
like yours truly, Ed Tinkley. Call us, the Deck Suckers, and find out why our customers always say, Man, Man, you guys really suck. suck. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. We'll get the job done quick. We're dead suckers. Sit, Sit back and let us suck. Take it from me, Ed Pinkley. It's Deckalicious. Deck. Deck. That was great. Man. I'll tell you how we lost our account on Anchor on our radio show. <laughs> That's good stuff, man. You got more stuff like that? It's, I do. It's rainy. It's shitty. It's I nasty. Do. Anthony Crabtree in the house. We'll What's up? Hey, it. Dad. My dad's in here. Y'all be nice. Dad. Man. Yeah, old Gus is in the house. Oh, Lord. Yeah. The man responsible for this sperm over here. Oh, please. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> Life would be boring without me. Yeah, man. What's up, it Dad? would. It would. It would. It totally would. I would have nothing to do. You, you wouldn't. <laughs> come down here and come down to the bunker in the basement. Mm-hmm. Disturb everybody. We should have your dad on the show. We man. have to. Hey, Dad, come on over, man. You're free to. You're free to walk about the city tomorrow. I guess. Yeah. You can, can, we should have your dad. We need to come get on. We, we need it. We need to have your dad on the show. <clears throat> yes, we Dad's really on there would be great, man. Because we could we could field Dad some questions, and uh, Dad's always got some good answers. <laughs> Anybody that's ever met my dad, anybody's watching on Facebook, whatever. Yeah, Dad, Dad's great. He's a great guy. And still glad. Oh, still glad my yeah. dad's still around, man. That's all right. <laughs> Tim Benson, I remember Dad because he had a bad '66 Chevy Super Sport Impala, and we moved in the hood and came back from Germany. <laughs> Tim and all those guys, like we, which we talked about on show number nine or something. I said yeah. the guys that do snowballs and shit. Yeah, as a kid. And later I would meet him, and we'd just be doing bong rips in the basement, hanging out, making music. And uh, they love it. Is your dad the guy who has that 66 Chevy phone? And like, yeah. Almost sound like Hank Hill there for a minute. Like, you boys? Yeah. Is that them boys that's been whacking off in my camper? Bobby? <laughs> Wipeout. <laughs> I had a request for Wipeout, I think, last time I played. And I told him I forgot the words. Thank you. Once you get on here all week, that's great. What's up, Bruce Jensen? Every time Bruce, I, I see Bruce coming out, I always want to go Bruce Jenner. Like, no, it's not like first or anything. I mean, the guy's not even Bruce Jenner no more. I'm like, he's, he's like Bruce Jenner. I don't know how that works, actually. I'm not going to touch that. Or, 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 or Jenny Bruce. I don't know how that works, but yeah, every, every time I see Bruce, I'm like, well, look, I mean, like, you know, Bruce Jensen, so I... Right. You automatically... Bruce Jenner's watching. You know, yeah, my ass. He's going to come in here and kick he's our not... ass with a tip. <laughs> Are you serious? He's not... Bruce like, Jenner uh, doesn't exist anymore. He's no, no, Bruce is, uh, Bruce is already... He's, he's, he's turned his life around. <laughs> and his wiener inside <laughs> out. <laughs> Where's the rib shit on that one, dipshit? You know? <laughs> yeah, he's turned his life around. Little white. Uh, yeah, little white. That's what you said. I want a lot of Hey Bruce, I would love to get together and jam with you, man. I know I'll have to earn it. Shit, Hang man. On. Listen to Bruce. That's that's humbling, Bruce. And uh hey man, when all this crap's over, I uh, give me a shout. All man. the crap is over. West Virginia's opening up tomorrow. It is. Did Kentucky open today? Because it's I don't know. no, I did, man. Just I, I'll be glad when I, I I don't know about you. You know, I've done all right. I've really it's hard because I love food, number one. I love to eat. Mm -hmm. And uh, the hardest thing about this quarantine all this time is like, uh, like I said, a couple of days before shit got all weird and freaky. 
Before uh, the shit. The, yeah, that, well, that's is, what we need. Dude, we need to make t-shirts. Listen, we're going to patent this right now. Y'all sorry. listen up, Facebook, because this is a million-dollar fucking idea right here. All yeah. right? So, uh, not fix vapor rub infused toilet paper like I've talked about before. Right. This is a million-dollar idea. Let's make some t-shirts that say, I survived when the shit hit the fan. Exactly. <laughs> I love it, man. I'm on it. I, I, I would buy that shirt. Right? But uh, yeah, so before this, everything, man, <laughs> somebody step on a duck. <laughs> no respect. Now before, uh, before you know, things got really stupid, man. It was like a couple of days before everything got wild, and uh, I, I, you know, I watch everything. I, I take everything into consideration. I know some of you guys are watching the Facebook, man, where I'm doing my radio show right now. You'd be like, oh bullshit, guys, hardcore, all in a bunch. <laughs> That's right. So I said, we, we just need to go store and get some things, you know. And then we went, you know, we had, and it was like the next day, man. Everything was like, all right, we're shutting the world down. You guys are getting sick. You know, that was that. So anyway, I'll, I'll be glad when, uh, you know, the gyms open back up. It's not that I'm a big workout guy or nothing, but it's fun to go over there and look at other people. <laughs> they look worse than you. And that's the horrifying thing about Planet Fitness, man. You walk in and go, this ain't so bad. Right. Look at I mean, you got some wonks running around, you know, on the juice and shit like that. But. It'll be nice to be able to get back out and go over there and goof off. Since it's right now on the block here, right in the plaza, I'm close to everything. I actually live, for some of you people don't, well, you guys know, because you guys watch, I don't know, you guys are local, but well, what do you got going on here on the radio show? Uh, I don't know. The Paramount, which, uh, yeah. Break Your Heart was filmed there. Yeah. Come on now. It definitely was. It was. Um, actually, it was. Bruce Hendricks had informed me, you got to turn on TV and see what's going on. And I was like, why? Billy Ray's going huge. I was like, no, he's not. Sure as shit. Boy, when I was wrong. Boy, when he hit, he did. <laughs> hey, Sharon Land, how you doing? Good to see you. It's like, it's, you know, sometimes I feel like I'm doing a show here, and then I, and I got this whole radio show here, but actually they're just watching us do the radio show over here. So, maybe when the quarantine's over, we can actually have locals come over, and we can do like a Let's do it. Let's do it, and we'll all get in here. And, Somebody get in your fucking and, and, car right yeah. now and come to Ashland. The first person that comes to Ashland, I'll give you the Shiner Bucket hat, and I got a bunch of bumper stickers and twosies, which I need to get the saucers. Uh, I promised him about three months ago I'd send him a keychain and some stuff, and, I, and he was going to send me some Canadian uh, maple syrup. <laughs> what else is on your mind, Slim? What else we got to talk about? We should really some phone calls. We should almost get up somebody. Dude, let's do it. Let's see. We're going to give you a number, and if anybody wants to call us, we'll just go. Let's field questions for the next, uh, say, 10 minutes. Who can we call? Ghostbusters. (laughs) I don't have anybody in my contacts. Listen, I'm boring. I don't have anybody in my contacts that would be willing to Just randomly call somebody and freak them out. Just (sighs) dial a number, like a 304. We call Dakota, my son. Or, uh, yeah, I don't know. We could call Bashir. <laughs> call Trump. I don't know. Obama. I don't know. <laughs> about getting a Trump is like trying to stick a pin up a, uh, like trying to stick a needle up the ass. You know what I'm saying? Uh, like, yeah, can't get the needle up the ass. Like, yeah, it's like because your ass is squished. With so a, tight. Can't get it up there with an air hammer. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> you knew what the fuck I was trying to no, say. I know you're trying yeah. to say you just couldn't get there. Right. Yeah, that's funny. Uh, I couldn't get there. Renee, you know what? Add calls. We're gonna actually. You can. We have another. You can call well, Slim's phone if you want. Yeah, Renee. You can call. Call him. us, Renee, right now. 304 Got that. Call me number. right now. That's once again. That's 304. 304-840-9760. That's 840-840-9760. 
I swear to God, dude. It's been yeah, anybody drinks. can call us. I just saw that. Oh, yeah, all seven yeah we'll get you on the podcast. We're uh, recording actually, right now. Anybody, yeah, but somebody on the on the podcast over here. <laughs> the phone's like off the charts. Such random You know, once it once it does start ringing and we answer it, it's going to ask if I want to do Bluetooth, and I'm going to tell it absolutely. At, well, you're, on <laughs> you're, you're already Bluetooth and ready to go. Hi, Linda Hayes. Right. You know? uh, but, what else uh, is uh, so? We get to get out of prison tomorrow. We get to go run around. <laughs> uh, we get to go run around the prison yard. And, and here's the funny thing: I, I, I ain't nobody using the white man. You, you know what's going to happen tomorrow? You know what's going to happen tomorrow? What's going to happen? This is what's going to happen when people get up. You're gonna wake up and go, man. I can go anywhere, and you know whatever the hell you want to do. And, and they're like, eh, I don't feel like going up. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it, I've been that's, in the house for thirty days. Shit, Fuck it, what's thirty yeah. more? Yeah, but that's gonna be like that. You know, that's that's gonna be a big thing. You wanna go out and eat? Nah. <laughs> right. I got play. Everybody here is like, I'll tell you what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna open a convenience mart out front. Mm-hmm. This bullshit I bought in the last month. Mm-hmm. I bought so much crap, and I wasn't hoarding or anything like that because I, you know, just don't buy a lot. I, you know, buy groceries like normal people. I never really stock up. Well, we don't get blizzards here no more because the Ohio River. Mm-hmm. That's probably why there's not so many cases that shit around this area. Right. Between uh, my use of Aquanet in the '80s and living by the Ohio River, I should be good to go. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so anyway, you know, ended up going to Lowe's and buying this big, you know, shelving system and. You know, turn the pantry into like a pantry. Like, you know, I don't even a, have like a convenient mart, you know. See, I'm so damn. Yeah, so I'm going to start a John's Convenient Mart on Montgomery Avenue tomorrow. If anybody wants to come by, <laughs> start uh, buying canned goods or something like that. You know, I, I don't even have anybody like on Facebook Messenger that would like chime in on our our thing. Why don't you just put a post up real quick? Call in and we'll put you on the uh, radio show. <laughs> and, uh, and and if you really want to be cool, you can actually watch yourself mm-hmm. live right now mm-hmm. being on the radio show. Mm-hmm. And, I posted uh, the link in our group. Did you really? Too. Yeah, it started oh a watch God. party or whatever. I don't so know what questions. Okay. Were... Oh, oh, we we have a caller. Renee Polly would like to call again. And that's 304 8409760. And that number once again 304 9760 and if you call now, we'll give you Slim. <laughs> <laughs> and John. Thank you. We're a match pair. <laughs> you guys brothers? No, I don't think so. No, no. Our noses are big in completely yeah, different ways. <laughs> Just a funny-ass movie. I got a wide nose. He's got a long nose. <laughs> I do. I've got snaps. If my nose was any higher, I'd smell my eyeballs. <laughs> <laughs> it's, oh, it's a big well, noses. Uh, we should talk about that. any calls yet over there. Oh, no, well, he's gonna be calling. In no right. calls. Greg Miranda, come on over, man. We'll no listen to kiss and rock and rock. Ah, oh, trust yeah. me, you'll know when we get a call because you'll hear it. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Anytime you're hooked up to Bluetooth, it'll it'll. It sounds <laughs> like a bitch gagging on something. <laughs> about twenty minutes, right? <laughs> 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 oh, Lord. oh shit! So yeah, that's gonna be one of the first things that happened, man. Everyone's gonna be like, "Oh, what do you want to do? I don't know. We're gonna go eat. I, I, I don't Ding. know. Man, you can go anywhere. You can. That's my kid. Uh oh. She's like, "Are you done with your podcast yet?" That's nope. funny because the wife just chimed in from up there and said, "How are you guys gonna be?" <laughs> Apparently, we have a line down the street waiting to get in. <laughs> <laughs> oh lord oh, oh man it's so, so much uh, fun 
T four. Oh, she needs the last four. Oh, it's 304 84 Oh, my, my. Yeah, we're going to take a break real quick and go outside. We were 24 minutes into our cast over mm -hmm. here on the, on the old radio show. So <laughs> that's usually about time to smoke. And uh, Ronnie Presley, drummer from a different mother. Nine, Tim Vance even has it, man. He's like, 9760. <laughs> come back live. Thank you, Tim. Appreciate yeah. you, bro. Oh, oh look shit. here. Look, look here. We got a caller. Go ahead. Okay. Answer that. Hello, caller. You're on the air. Go ahead, caller. You're on the air. Hold up. Maybe you're not. Not yet. Now you are. Hello. Hello. Can you hear us? I can hear you. All right. Turn up a little. I'm guessing that's Renee. Is this Renee? Yes. Hi, Renee. And your, <laughs> and your question is? <laughs> the million dollar question. Are you all in a basement? Yes. Well, yeah. But it's, we're in the bowels uh, of Ashland, Kentucky. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we're in a basement because upstairs I have a life of dogs and People walking around. It looks like a fucking office building up there. Right. So, you know, it's basically the laundry room and right jam and all that. Where am I? Oh, I, I'm in Ashland, Kentucky. Ash, I, I said it was uh, Yeah. I'm in Ashland, Kentucky. Ashland, Kentucky. I guess, like, uh, yeah. So, anyway, yeah. But, uh, yeah, yeah, we're, we're down here in the basement hanging out. Mm hmm. Yeah. You know. Are we going to play some music? I can't play any music. It's We're not allowed to. Actually, we can play any song up until 1972. Yeah. So if you have anything you want to hear <laughs> since they invented the wheel up until 1972, <laughs> we, we, can, we can play something. We totally can. I want to see if anybody can. No power. Damn, what's going on in Madison, Ronnie? You guys have some bad weather there? Madison, West Virginia? Madison, Tennessee. Oh, Madison, man. Tennessee. Okay. Yeah. Um. So, you know, that would be fun. Somebody could request a song between what I just gave you. Yeah. Because legally on our show, we could play anything up and there's no kidding. Up until, yeah. This, yeah, this guy takes care of all that research and I just kind of take care I of it. I did a little bit mouth. of research and I found out that you can actually play music uh, from whenever the music first came out, like in the Roaring Twenties. Yeah, whenever. Yeah. All, all the way up to 1972. Hey, Sherry. So. <laughs> My wife's on here. Hi. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Oh, 1972. Yes. So if anybody from 1972 and we're going, below are going backwards mm -hmm. and you're watching or you're anyway, yeah. send us a song. Anything and, and, before 1972. Dude, we was, can play every Elvis hit ever made. Dude. Uh, and we totally could and nobody could come after us. Elvis Radio. Hello. We could. You want to hear it? You know what? You know what? I, I could probably blue, blue, I could probably work that out. Hang on a second. And I can even do this one. Oh, blue, blue. <laughs> <laughs> hey, blue, blue. Blue. Well, bless my soul once upon a baby. And I can, I can do it all day long. Yes, just a that bad was all shook up. Oh man, no power. You live out in the country, man. Where I used to live out in the country, Ronnie, for about like twenty some years. <laughs> the radio show, people like, well, who are you talking to? <laughs> Trump friends. We're talking to Facebook. Nashville Trump dude, you know. And Renee uh, Polly. And Renee Polly, who's <laughs> called in. Ronnie, you can call in. The number's up. Somebody post the number on the Facebook stream live. <clears throat> oh. And there you go. Tennessee. Steve Sylvester. Tennessee. Blues. Kaylee Parker. I used to work with her. How you doing, Kaylee? 
You are on the radio, actually. Actually, this will be posted on Facebook, and you'll you'll hear it in like a radio format. Yeah, I'm only live because I just like to film it. Yeah, we and, like to film it because yeah. nobody else is doing this. Yes, like because we're weird like that. Nobody <laughs> films their podcast, yeah. and that ain't all we're filming down here. In the there's a whole other show. There's a, there's a couch down here. Yeah. On the other side, right there. And a bag of flour. Yeah, I don't yeah, know right. what the fuck all that's about. But. I don't know. Don't look at me. I didn't do it. Yeah, there you go. Look, Ronnie, yeah, Renee's got the Yeah. I was going to say, you know, I just went on the pole, man. With power going out from a bad storm. Yeah, you might as well. Well, we should be up and running in about two more days. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Paul Bush. What's up, bro? Don't step on my blue sweat shoes, John. You're not wearing <laughs> shoes. He's from West Virginia. He's not wearing shoes. <laughs> yeah, we were the last to get anything. Shoes, yeah. teeth. Education. <laughs> COVID-19. <laughs> Education. <laughs> Education. What, 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 what is two plus two? 19? <laughs> COVID-19. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Okay, guys. Go surfing. Hey, go surfing, Ronnie. Hold up. Renee's asking and, us uh, a question. I'm, oh, I'm sorry. Oh. Okay, it's mass confusion. I'm talking to Ronnie, and uh, be safe down Tennessee, man. Hope I get down there and hang out sometime. Um, still drinking what? Drinking Jack? I've never drank Jack in my life. <laughs> I thought she. I can't hear. Can you hear? Uh, I can yeah. Really, I can hear Elvis more than her. Okay. Well, yeah. Elvis is done. I'll shut the hell up. Wild turkey. Oh, you know, my wild turkey days are. Kind of wildly oh, been over for a while. Oh Lord, I um, remember when you used to be big on wild uh, turkey. I remember when I just used to be big on just <laughs> drinking from years <laughs> on end. Uh, um, I still drink occasionally and uh, that kind of thing with uh, the them wild turkey. Have you had American and, honey by wild turkey? Yeah, that's not well, of course. Wasn't Groove Deville sponsored by that? <laughs> What's that, Renee? Just ask Here me. I am on the road again. I'm drunk off my ass. Somebody get me in that cab again. <laughs> I, about, I about went to jail, public uh, kind of situation. And uh, What? Yeah, I was in uh, Wyoming, played there, and I, I thought it was king shit because, hey, we're so-and-so, and we're you know doing this, whatever. The cops come in there late <laughs> at night. This is funny because the cops come in late at night, make sure no one's taking any drinks or anything like that. Right. Well, my dumb ass, man, I get you know, a couple beers. And the hotel is literally directly across the street. Where are you almost like? I was in Cheyenne. Sure. Yeah, I was at the uh, I was at the Outlaw, the outlaw Saloon, and, and I'm drunk off my ass. Uh, nothing new there. Uh, after the gig, close down the bar, walk out. The cop sees me walk out with with the beer, right? Oh. And uh, we're leaving in the rig, and, and we're whoop, literally whoop. we're going literally across the street. And uh, he's like, "Hey, man, um, you got a beer in there?" And and my bass player at the time, and dude, Dwayne. was like, "No, nah, man, everything's cool in here and everything like that." And uh, I I had a beer. You know, down between my legs, all crushed in between my ankles. I actually recorded that night, so I had my film gear with me. Yeah, you should have shoved it up your butt. Uh, well, he asked me. He goes, I, he goes. So there's no beer in here. I was like, look, man. And he had me, and he knew it. Yeah. I was like, man, we're just going right across the street to the hotel right there. Mm-hmm. And uh, and that that was before I told him. He goes, where's the beer? And I was so drunk, and I said, I threw it in the babushkas. <laughs> I couldn't say bushes. I couldn't say bushes. <laughs> Someone didn't look at me and I'm like, dude. And the cops looking at me, and I'm like, no. And, and in the back, there's like another open container. They said back the babushkises. I did. I said I threw it in the babushkises. <laughs> Apparently, when I get drunker and shit, I become Italian or something. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so 
That that and I I can imagine that, playing uh, a gig and going that to jail. That voice you're hearing is none other than Renee Pauly. She's joining us via phone yeah, uh, on right. our you're podcast. Um, uh, oh yeah. lord. <laughs> It's That's coming through loud and clear. Check this out, dude. Oh, it's nice and it's smooth. Right? It's because we're digital now. It is it is because we're digital. And I'll bet Renee will be coming through smooth, too. Absolutely. Renee, sing us a song, Renee. Sing us a song, you'll sing it. What'd you say, Renee? I'm sorry. <laughs> Your singing days are over. You don't sing no more? Oh. I can sing when I'm drunk, but I can't sing <laughs> now that could be a problem. Well, now see, you can her, share the couch with Miss. Sherry said you can share the couch with the hound if you need to. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't You'd probably not wake up. The dog would kill you. <laughs> I mean, hey, we could do it tonight, but you know, I mean, uh, uh, Bruce, you could message me on that one, buddy, and I'll get back with you on that. I, I, I'll, I'll be on the air and everything. Right. But uh, just send me a message about that, and I'll we'll discuss that. Yeah. Okay, well, oh, John's, talking, John's talking to random Facebook friends again. Forgetting um, all about Renee Pauly oh, sitting no, over not, here on the phone. Uh, Renee, not really. I'm, just, I'm like, you know me. You know I'm a scatterbrain anyway. Most people meet him and they go, is that guy on cocaine? No. Huh? Yeah, it's like, no, he's naturally like that. If I'm a drummer, if I wasn't hyper, I, I probably wouldn't be a drummer. I'd be a... I'd play the fucking bassoon. Or <laughs> You'd be a bass player. <laughs> I'm playing oboe. You know, I was oboe from an asshole. So, uh... Anyway, back to Wyoming. I, you know, I've never been in any kind of trouble. I've, I've never even had a speeding ticket. The I was like, yeah, and the babushkas <laughs> staggering around, getting damn green. Come on, John, shut the, you know, it's all that. And uh, I was thinking, I've never been in jail. I've never been in any kind of bad trouble ever before like that. And I'm like, I'm going to jail in giant Wyoming. <laughs> and uh, so anyway, yeah, that's just one of the stories. Wow. Of very many. If you if you've read my book, which I haven't, <laughs> Sex, Drums, and Rock and Roll. Um, Sex, and look, Drums, and Rock and yeah, Roll. I you, like you, it. You can't make up a lot of stuff. I tell people it's like this. Right, you should write a book. I, I, well, that, I that's that's the plan, like and that's the name of the book. Actually, <laughs> What's that? I we all have stories that's unbelievable, as you know. Oh yeah, I got. No, I got stories. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. she's got stories. We've all got stories. Well, you hung around us for a long time. I'm not going to mention any names to protect the innocent. That's because we have. But yeah, yeah, I'll start mentioning were. names. I'll name drop right now. Back in the day, there was a band called Groove Deville, and when that band started and got together, there was a there was a, a small group of people that came around. And then Paul Led Zeppelin joined. Was one of them, <laughs> and yeah. uh, and several others. Yeah, that's funny. But yeah, you were around. You were you were at a lot of them hooting, hooting nannies. No Lord. parties after parties. Remember the band room at RT Champs? <laughs> Who don't remember the band room at RT Champs? <laughs> oh God! <laughs> Billy Ray signed the wall. My wife is an English teacher. <laughs> oh, she. <laughs> Sherry said, "Told you to write." Oh, you're going to help me write the book. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that that dressing room, man. Ooh, <laughs> oh, yeah. the bedroom, man. We smoked the a break lot bedroom. of weed in that room. You know, oh god. You know, you're doing good and making bar owners number one. You're you're packing there. It's a pretty good club. But when you start to light up doobies on stage and back <laughs> doing songs like the Joker, and the club owner just no one gives a shit. 
And at, I can't, I can't say his name. We'll just call him. We'll just call him Led Zeppelin. We'll call him A Dam. We'll call him Led Zeppelin. Yeah. So Led Zeppelin would light up joints on stage, and uh, and then and the other guy, Led uh, Led Zeppelin Junior. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Led Zeppelin Junior. And then, oh. and then you had me and Warren, because Warren's like me. Look, man, we're guilty as charged. <laughs> oh, a, you know, yeah. I love Warren. He, he you know, it, when I when I met him, <laughs> you're funny. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, <laughs> but when I met Warren, he started that bam, 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 and I was like, <laughs> what the? <laughs> what? I mean, just I was like, what? What the fuck is that? Because like most bass players I've ever met, it's always been bass player, boom, boom, yeah. boom. Warren's got nothing. You know, he had and fan clubs on tour. Well, the first time we went on the road, oh my God, people would come to the hotel and bring like Pendleton bourbon and, uh, you know, Sammy Hagar tequila and joints and just to, he'd sit on it just to watch him play his instrumental six string classical arrangements on a bass. Um, we need to have him on our show. Yeah, did I tell you about the time? And uh, I think uh, you know once I don't know what it is with Cheyenne tonight, but uh, in two thousand and five, I was on tour with another guy, Rick Goble. Two thousand five, we're playing at the old Outlaw Saloon, and once again, it's shows over, time to party. I don't think I've ever told you this story. No. I don't think a lot of people know it. Um, here's another story from the road. Story, welcome to stories. From stories the from yeah. the road. Stories from the road. <laughs> and, uh, so um, you know, this actually happened. Me and Warren and. Renee, do you know Everett? Everett Dillon? Oh, I just threw his whole name out there. <laughs> anyway, Everett went out on that tour with us. And uh, we get done. These people want to, like, hang out. Oh, uh, this, this, this ain't the people who want to hang out. This was a dude that worked in the bar or something. Somebody hung out. I had on a, I remember I had on a, a New York Rangers hot, old school hockey jersey, and he mm-hmm. liked it. And I was so drunk, I gave it to him. And uh, was leaving, and this club would give us, like, a case of beer every night. Just take it back into your room. The hotel and the bar was actually in the same place. Well, you know what I mean. Uh, this dude comes back with us. The guy gave the hockey jersey to. Right? Mm-hmm. We're all sitting around. We're telling stories. He wanted to hang out with Warren and guys. So, okay. Um, dude says, carry the case of beer. The big 24 pay. Look like he's carrying like a ghetto blaster. <laughs> and uh, we get up there, right? And all this stuff's going on. Now, remember, you can't make this stuff up. Get up there. We're all hanging out. Everyone's partying. We were smoking weed, drinking, you know, doing the thing. And uh, start asking questions about, you know, what do you do? Well, I was like, well, we play music, obviously, and we're on the road, we tour. And prior leading up to that, we, we had a cooler up there, uh, unless you're from Appalachia, it's a cooler. And uh, <laughs> Everett reached into the cooler. <laughs> and, and as Everett's reaching in to grab a beer, the, the dude that we brought back, you know, to hang out and party seemed cool. Which, he was cool. He wanted a problem. But, you know, everyone's kind of fired up. The next thing you know, Everett bends over, and this guy just grabs a handful of ass meat, whole, whole cheek. <laughs> I mean, it's like he's holding a quarter pounder in his hand. Freaks, freaks out, Warren. Freaks out. He's like, damn, what the hell's wrong? You know, freaks out. So what the hell's wrong with you, man? I said, you can't be doing that. And I actually have a picture right before this happened. Somebody was cleaning out, like, the little dugout one-hitter toker things, you know. They get all clogged up, and they're horrible. Um, Everett pokes a hanger through it knocks this big piece of resin out of it right and it hits the dude in the eye and he does this and he's got this one big he looks like Petey from the Little Rascals <laughs> but he don't know because his ass is drunk and you know and, and he kind of wipes it and, and it smears so now, now now we're like okay this is great so everyone's like man you do that again I'm gonna whoop your ass you know it's all this kind of thing and then it came to the point of like someone had asked him well what do you do and uh, the guy says this 
I'm a gay rodeo clown. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a gay, and I don't care, you know me. I don't care if you're gay. Boys. Here you are, yeah, we're partying. Bring on the bulls and, here and the big balls. Bullshit. Stop it. <laughs> and uh, he's like, uh, and, and, and then Warren, Warren just freaked out. You know, Warren just kind of tripped out, man. Warren does everything except, a, except kill the guy. How do you have the goddamn he, confidence to say, I'm a gay rodeo clown? He, he did, man. He's, you know, no, yeah, I was like, wow, man. It's just like you could have heard a mouse pee on Oh, cotton. my God. He's like, well, what do you do? I'm a gay rodeo clown. I'm a gay rodeo and, uh, clown. And, and Warren's like, man, you got to go. You know, Warren, Warren sends him back, and I, I lose my prize New York I put that on my resume. Gay rodeo clown? Yeah, gay rodeo clown. I think it works for you. You look like a gay rodeo clown. Doesn't he look like a gay rodeo clown? Um, so, yeah, you know, so I got that going for me. Not being a gay rodeo clown. But <laughs> I wonder what it pays. <laughs> Really thought about I'm that. sure it pays super. Thanks <laughs> super for monies. <laughs> <laughs> super monies. Oh, yeah, shit. I don't know. Keith Grow, good God Almighty, man. And it was like, I, I know on the radio show, it'd be like, God, this guy scared him to death. Uh, mm. guy I'm seeing, Keith, uh, my God, since Central, <laughs> Central Junior High. I'm going to uh, get a smoke. How you doing, Keith? Um, wow, man. I hope you're doing great. And we're gonna we're gonna take a break. We are, I'm we're gonna, gonna take a break. Yeah, I'm gonna take a break with him, uh -huh. um, and we're gonna finish up our podcast here in a minute. So, uh, Renee, if you want to stay on the phone, honey, uh, or call nobody's, back. nobody's gonna call. So, yeah, well, you might as well just be a guest on the show. With us. <laughs> you know, if Slim lives in Huntington, he could pick you up. What's that? All right, on. Oh yeah, yeah we love trouble. Definitely. Trouble is my middle name. Right. Well, <laughs> bullshit out of your middle name. I don't know. John but, Trouble Hall. Yeah, that's it. I, I like Keith, it. good to see you. And Mark My Mitchell, what's danger. up? Joanne Ross. We were just talking about playing the ragtime in the infamous break room back there. Hey, Joanne's here. Bud Jack's wife. Right there. Ah, Hi, Joanne. Ah, hi, Joanne. Uh, she's actually, oh, actually uh, we're, we're not here. We're actually on the radio show over here. Mm -hmm. Podcast thing. But, uh, Joanne, hope you're doing great. And uh, good to see you. <laughs> uh, good to see you on, you know, the world's so messed up nowadays. You know, you see somebody, you just see their name, a little tag on. It's like, yeah. great to see. You. I yeah. saw you. I saw you on the thing. Yeah, <laughs> Joey. Yeah, Joey. It's really just a picture of the tag. You know, some bullshit on it. That's uh, kind of funny. But we're gonna go. We're gonna. We're gonna. We're gonna go gonna smoke. smoke. You know, cigarette. We'll be back. Cigarette. And uh, we'll be back with the great people and uh, all you, all three of you people watching live. I'm going to drop out here for <laughs> a while. There's three people. We're, yeah, yeah, me, you, and Renee. Wow. Uh, I, keep going, I don't know. <laughs> but uh, rock and roll. We're gonna we're gonna go have a cigarette, but we'll be right back. Renee, thanks for calling. And uh, you have a number now on your phone, right? Yeah, I do. So here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna call you back when we come back. That's right. Do that. All right, WLSD, your hallucination <laughs> station with the uh, the Glitter Swoopa podcast. Yeah, we'll Glitter be right Squirrels. back. Yeah. You got anything to take us out with? Any music or anything? Uh, anything? I could uh, probably find something real quick. Hang on. Well, there you go. Let me see. Uh, give me a song before 1972. Uh, your mama don't dance. Okay. Was that 1972? No, I, I see. Yeah, that's, that's the year we lost our license. Uh, let's see. Um, <laughs> let's see. Um... <laughs> We don't. You don't have to take us out with any music, man. Uh, well, I'm, I'm, I'm getting the nicotine sweat. I was looking. I, I'm starting to get the nicotine sweats myself. Anyway, we'll be right back. Well, uh, here's Dick and Sodder for your entertainment. That's it. Here's one called "Roll Me Over in the Clover and Do It Again." <laughs> <laughs>
Hi, Nick and Sonny Love here <laughs> to tell you that we just bought the Dickens Fruit Company. For years, the makers of Dickens Orange Juice and Dickens Lemonade. Yeah, because we felt there was a gap in the market that needed filling, so to speak. So, we asked the company's founder, Anita Dickens, to come up with a brand new apple drink. And before we knew it, we had our Dickens Cider. <laughs> when she's really parched, say open wider. She's gonna want a big Dickens Cider. <laughs> our new drink is aimed mainly at the active young female market. I mean, what health-conscious woman of the 90s wouldn't just love a big Dick Insider. That's right, Nick. Scientific studies have proven that even a small Dick Insider can relieve stress in most gals. Exactly. And at your next party, why not try serving up a hot Dick Insider? Hey, Sonny, great bash, but it looks like your little lady could use another hot Dick Insider. Mind if I do the honors? Sure thing, Nick. What are friends for? <laughs> hey, thanks, Sonny. Even though Dick Insider is loved by women everywhere, it's great for us fellas, too. Right, Sonny? So true, Nick. I know once I have my Dick Insider... I feel better almost immediately. Hey, in this day and age, when a girl is concerned about what she's putting in her body, she'll just love swallowing down a huge dick insider. It's all natural. You bet. Every dick insider will give her a big old load of protein. And hey, gals, it comes in quarts. Yeah. So, fellas, pick up some dick insider for your honey today. Yeah, you can either get a Dick Insider bottle, or do what I prefer, get a Dick Insider can. <laughs> either way, tonight give your sweetie a big Dick Insider. Because if you don't, we will. Why? Because we're the Love Brothers. D-I-C-K-E-N-S, Dick Insider is the best. D-I-C-K-E-N-S. Do I want one? Yes, yes, yes. Mmm, <laughs> it's delicious. <laughs> <laughs>
you know, Fox, CNN, any of that, you, you won't hear anything about this guy. All those bullshit and, news uh, networks. Yeah, I mean, but it was like real news. You know, the guy was, uh, you know, he was making valid points about, you know, how this is kind of going on to, it's kind of a test run, basically, in his in his mind of guess, the globalist and the elitist. And guess what I did last night? Masturbating. Uh, no, I'm just No, that <laughs> no, was no, no, no. earlier today. Oh, okay, I got you. Well, then we're up in But, uh, no, no uh, uh, I grabbed the audio from that video. Oh, you did? So you, did. you have some you have some PowerPoints, uh-huh. as teachers would say. Uh-huh. I married to teachers. My yeah. Big words. Like we should that. play that. Oh, well, it, uh, we will. So here's what we had when I posted this video. Now, yeah. remember, this guy posted this video to reach out to everybody that had interest in you know, hearing about what's going on. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like, you know, he's making up fake news. It wasn't like he was, you know, any of that. Yeah. He's actually made a video to reach out to the people to kind of open up your mind. Mm-hmm. I've kept an open mind about this whole thing. You know? mm-hmm. And anyway, I, I posted the video. And when I posted the video, I said, watch this. This video will be down in less than five minutes. And here's what I get. Probably about seven minutes later. Here it comes. Make sure you only post content that you own or have permission from the copyright owner to use. Now that's interesting, right? Posting content How is you, it? Posting content you don't own may violate copyright law. How is it copyrighted? It's just It's not. It's a, that's that's what I'm saying. This is why Facebook's so full of shit sometimes. So they show the picture of the video. It says your video contains material that may belong to someone else. Select the actions below to manage any content ownership issues. Here's where things get interesting. The first one, that, that bitch or moaned or how we're getting blocked by Zuckerberg, mm-hmm. uh, it says, you guys are going to love this. This is beautiful. Sony Music Entertainment, SME, has blocked your video in 249 countries. Is there even fucking 249 <laughs> countries? I, I, I last time I checked, and I, I, I should were, Google how many they actually are. I, I don't know. You know up. what? I'm asking Google right now. Do that. Find out. So that was interesting. Thirty seconds of matching content. So that was one. Sony Music Entertainment. The second one. T Series CMS has blocked. How many countries oh. are there? It says, "Uh, this is great." T Series CMS has one hundred ninety-five countries. Here's a summary from World Atlas. It says uh, there's only 195 countries in the world, so how the fuck can you block it in 294 countries? Yeah, well, Shut up, Google. So here, and, and here was the second part of that. There were two seconds. It's, it's one thing. Uh, you can, I, I screenshot. It's on my Facebook, John Hall, J-O-N-H-A-L-L. And then the second one says, T-Series CMS has blocked your video worldwide. Worldwide. Now, you could probably get on your phone and pull him up on YouTube. It might still be on there. It's not. It's it's not. I've looked. Are you serious? Look, right here. I can see. If I I pull up YouTube and I type in Daniel Jones Preacher. He's done, huh? Done got rid of him. Gone. So there's a problem here, folks. When people actually get up there and state facts, and he stated many, when... We do have some clips of these, don't we? We we have have the audio. PowerPoints. We have the audio of it. So I think... Maybe you guys could check some of this out if you want. I'm not a conspiracy guy. Like I said, I've kept an open mind uh, over the whole coronavirus thing. You know, I've you know, done the social distancing. Me and the wife hunkered down and, you know, stocked up on everything. But the, but the guy really knows his stuff, and, he, and, and it's backed up by facts. And 
Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I know some people don't want to hear it, and, and that's okay, man. That's, I'm gonna that's tell a you what. thing about America; it's your choice. But I'm gonna tell you what. So I've been telling points. people. I've been telling people ever since the fucking shit hit the fan. I said they are pulling the wool over our eyes about some shit. Exactly. And and when I watch this, or when I uh, listen to this video, I, I found out what the wool was. Well, yeah, it, that's actually it. labeled it on our podcast as behind the wool. Yeah, I tripped out, man. When I saw it, I, I kind of like you know kicked back, sort of watching, and I was like, "Holy crap!" And I didn't really know. I didn't know the guy was like you know preacher or anything like that. It wouldn't yeah. even matter. The guy, the guy's done his own work. Yeah, and uh, he calls out people in it. Um, not that he calls out people, but folks, it is what it is. And I'm not saying there's something uh, out there that won't kick your ass or kill you. Right, no, that's a given. Mm-hmm. But the the one thing that struck me funny is. You know, I, I've never seen anything go around the world with 249 countries. There, there's only 195. <laughs> and, 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 yeah, I've never seen anything go around the world in a week or two. I mean, around the world, guys. How can, how can, I mean. How does something go around the world in a week How the fuck does it get blocked in 249 countries when there's only 195? Come the it, fuck it, on. How, how does something <laughs> just spread around the world and just start, here come these thousands and thousands of death numbers? Yeah. Um, you know, so, and like I said, I don't, oh, it's a conspiracy. No, it's not, folks. It's not. These, these are facts, These man. are facts. That and there, there's a certain out. amount of people in this world that would like to get the world by the balls and control you. That's what I got. the world by the balls. That's, by the balls. <laughs> that, that's what I got out of it. But, you know, it was interesting. So I think with no further ado, mm-hmm. we're going to let you guys um, listen. If you're listening, check it out. Let's and, do it. And uh, roll, roll the... Roll that beautiful green bean Um So, yeah, that, that's the thing. But being blocked, my video was blocked worldwide. And Sony Music, I, I, you know, I, I've been in the music business 35 years. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, I know, I, have, I, I know people directly, like, in Sony Nashville, yeah. high on the food chain. Yeah. And uh, I've never seen Sony Music Entertainment, SME, has blocked your video in 249 countries. When Sony not. Music. Uh, shouldn't they be interested in <laughs> signing suck asses like Luke Bryan and things? Like that? <laughs> he sucks. But uh, yeah, two hundred forty-nine countries. Get a cornfield down a dirt uh, road. Yeah, and, and block my video worldwide. But you know, little did they know that I actually learned how to like pull that and record it, and it's on my files. Yeah, Ooh, Big Brother's listening. That's right. Going to come down here in Ashland, haul us out by our ass. But you, know what, you know what's great about this? What's that? The government can't fucking touch this. You know no, why? Can't because we own it. Uh, we number one, we own it. Yeah. Number two, um, the government cannot regulate anything that you pay for, and you pay for internet. There you go. See. Boom. So here you go, folks. Here's a. If you got time to kick back, or you my favorite quote that this guy says in this whole speech. is with the shackles come the shackles. What was that? Something. Oh man, dude. And, there was a and couple times anybody went, that's uh, any anybody that's ever worked in any type of you know industry where you had to deal with the federal government, you know, once once you take that money, you're you're bound by their rules. Yeah, you take it. it it's your thing. With the shackles come the shackles. Exactly, man. And, like, and that's wow. a funny thing about that. They're like going, "Oh, the second round's going to be worse," and just wait till October. Yeah. And I've had some, you know, uh, even some of my liberal friends, you know. Like I said, I got friends on every side of the fence. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, I, I got gay friends, transgender friends. I got, I, I, 
Slim. I, <laughs> I, I, uh, you know, I got friends with, you know, all that. You know, but, you know, keep an open mind, man. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying it, but me, I'm, I'm a free thinker. I, right. I try to look at all angles or something before I go. But, and I've had it out with my lefty sometimes. And all they do is just, like, cuss at you. And, yeah. And break you down. I'm like, yeah. no, man, we're, we're having a. Uh, I'll debate something. They're like, and you're I'll a fucking decent... idiot. And it's yeah, like, it's why'd like, you no, have to go there? Like, yeah, I mean, why you got to be like that? Why can't mm-hmm. you? Know, why I got to be like that? I, 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 you know, I, I, I've never met Obama and I, or Barry and, mm-hmm. you know, the guy with fake social security numbers and disbarments and blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Never did shit in his life. Uh, you know, he, he ended up being a Chicago guy and somehow they pushed mm-hmm. him through to become a president. Well, that's great and that's groovy, man. Mm-hmm. But, but then, and this happens with, the, you know, Trump that we have now. Mm-hmm. And everyone, and, and here it comes. This guy's never done nothing political. This guy is same shit, different day. Yeah, it's like well, neither did your last guy. My yeah. point being, I didn't like that guy, but you know, I didn't cuss people. I didn't, I didn't, you know, there I, I made jokes, but I, but I, I, I didn't, I didn't call people uh, deplorables. I didn't, you know, anything like that, man. Right. It's your choice. It's, it's what makes America beautiful. Exactly. And uh, you don't, and, and and but man, I mean, I've had my ass handed to me. You can go. Some of my threads been on the book. Oh yeah, uh, but you know, and I've had nice compliments about you know your ability to like appreciate everybody and not be a dick. Is, yeah, it really worded like that. But, <laughs> you know, I'm like that, you know. I'm a yeah. military uh, kid. You know, my dad's retired Air Force, Vietnam vet. Yeah. Know? So I grew up in that whole government. My dad was I, drafted. Yeah, well, there you go. Believe it or not. Yeah, so I grew up in that whole government environment. Man. He said and, the police. He, he said the police showed up at his house. So pack your shit. You're coming with us. I'm going to basic training, baby. I was like, what? And he yeah, said, your next yeah. girlfriend to be an M16. <laughs> well, and he I said, lost my dad good twice. I mean, growing up, you know, I'm an old guy. But, but you know, he uh, he said that when the police showed up and said, "Come on, pack your shit. You've been drafted." Yeah, there um, you go. You know, well, he, back in the day, you had to not, if you got in trouble back in the day, mm-hmm. uh, and that shit was going on, mm-hmm. you, you, you could go to jail, or they give you the opportunity to go on service. Dude, isn't that wild? Yeah, yeah. not no, you know. Uh, and, and I have another, my own opinion on that. Yeah, well, yeah you I'm know, sure. I, I think that uh, you know, and 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 okay, I'll just go ahead and state my opinion. Oh, do it because it, it, it's okay. Why yeah. the fuck not? No, it's, no one's going to know. All right, so um, my opinion on that is we have like snowflake the, 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 the yes. Absolutely. <laughs> anyway, as you were, sir. Anyway, uh, now my opinion on that is I think, and, and this is a hell of an idea, I think that they should take the people that are serving long-term prison sentences, not the ones that are in for months. I'm talking long-term prison sentences. Like, they, they ain't getting out. There ain't no chance they're going to get like out. Like lifers. Right. Lifers. Instead of locking them in stuff. a cage, instead of locking them in a cage, you know, Throw yeah. a parachute on their back and mm-hmm. fucking drop them into drop them into wherever it is we need people, and you know they're killers. Let's do they're it. They're ready to go. Yeah, you take the murderers and the lifers and prison systems throughout the anywhere. You think the innocent put them people? in platoons, drop them out of the plane, let them go. Yeah, I it mean reads, it reads like Snake Plissken. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But you know, but you're right. They, they they got nothing to lose. Right? They don't give a shit. Exactly. They yeah. have nothing to lose. They don't give a shit. And all the people that fucking hate them we for what they them, did. Yeah, we could call them prison platoons. Are not going to care that they died. Yeah, we call them uh, prison platoons. Mm-hmm. They, they don't even. 
You don't have to go to basic training. Operation Get Behind the Inmates. <laughs> yeah, that'd probably be bad for some of them. They don't get nothing done. These guys don't care. They got nothing to lose. Right. And, they, and, they, and, and, they're, and there's evil bastards anyway. So. Yeah. And, and, that, and that's, I mean, why that's, are we getting our own men killed? When we've got all these men in these jails, they talk about jail overcrowding. Well, you want to control the population of the jails? There you go. Exactly, man. Take them over to Iran. Take them over to wherever the... Whoever the fuck we're fighting with this week. Yeah, really. And, oh, and, Corona. and yeah. <laughs> Take them over to fucking Wuhan and strap a parachute mm-hmm. to them. Yeah, just let them go. Let them go. Yeah, that's a, and that's another mis- you know, big thing. People are like, oh, you know, I, I grew up in the military environment and everything. And everyone thinks, oh, you know, military people and all that must be like, you know, pro-government and all that. You know what? I hung around so many people growing up in my life. And... Not back when we were government. kids, it was like back when we were kids, it was like go play and you know the adults sit around the table and did their thing. Yeah, and 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 most of them people, not most of them people, but you know my dad being in service had service people over. A lot of my coaches do. I played football from second to probably ninth grade. You know, mm-hmm. all my coaches were military guys, and, and you won't believe how much the, the actual military people sit around and bitch about the government. Yeah, and here they, you know, they're an entity into the armed forces, mm-hmm. but I. I uh, it's amazing how the conversations I used to hear growing up. Oh, I, I brought it up to you know my wife the other day. I was talking. I said, you know, about forty years ago, I was talking to my uncle Glenn. Mm-hmm. He's a uh, three-time decorated, you know, Korean War, uh, all the big awards, all right. that kind of stuff. He's a great guy. Right. Passed away. You know, he, he lived to be old, but you know. And he told me, I think around nineteen seventy-eight, we were all sitting around. He goes, you know, John, one day they're going to have just you won't have money. They're talking about having something called rainbow money. It's just going to be a plastic card, and everything's going to be like that. Digital. And I'll tell you what, man. Here we are. You know, mm-hmm. forty years ago, he told me this damn near. Mm-hmm. And here we are, man. Your money goes in. You don't never see it. You don't really never hold it. You have a plastic card and a chip with your name on it. Mm-hmm. And uh, and that's that's you know ninety percent of the transactions these days. You really, you know, if you want to grab some money out of your account, put it in your pocket. That's great. But you know the. Uh, the Federal Reserve and the, all this shit. It, it's all connected, man. So this guy connected the dots. He did. Very well. Yes, he did. With the people involved. Yes. So I think with no further ado, we'll give you uh, we'll give you 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. And keep an open mind. Keep an open mind. But check it out. If you're, if you're on the left, this guy's not a fucking idiot. He's not a moron. Okay? No, he's an origin. I was... <laughs> I grew up to respect my owners, That's yeah. I and mean, I respect what he had to say. Absolutely. Absolutely. He's, okay. He's probably 70 the internet, old. now keep in mind, folks, the internet banning him tried, to, tried to censor this, but ain't going to happen. Too many people's done recorded however they can, stored yep. it, and it's floating around. It, it, it's yep. going around like the Rona. <laughs> oh shit! So, let's roll that beautiful bean footage. Let's roll that beautiful bean footage. And uh, anyway, man, thanks for tuning in, checking us out, and uh, we hope you have a groovy week. We'll talk to you next week. That's right. Everybody, get back to work and have fun with that. And we've watched this mystery of iniquity in our time for at least the last 100 years. Billionaire bankers and businessmen have been trying to sell the world on a one-world government. After World War I, they tried to establish the League of Nations, and that failed. Then after World War II, they established the United Nations and have dumped billions of dollars into it trying to build their new world order, and we're almost there. So do I think that the coronavirus is a sign of the end of the world? I don't think so. 
but I do think this COVID-19 is a drill. It's a simulation. It's a dress rehearsal, if you will, to work out the bugs and get all the nations prepared for this final world government. For the last three months, we've watched our globalist leaders manipulate us with the Marxist revolutionary technique known as the Hegelian dialectic. It's a very complicated philosophical thing, but it can actually be salted down to about three points, and that is called problem-reaction-solution. The way you change cultures is using problem-reaction-solution. So these globalists, they cause a problem, be it terrorism or pandemic or global warming or whatever they want to come up with. And then they wait for our reaction. Our reaction as people tends to be the same. Oh, no, we're all going to die. Somebody do something. And then they have the solution, a prepackaged, ready for us, usually involves more government control of our lives. So let's look at the timetable a little bit. Sometimes it gets blurred with our 24-hour uh, news cycles that go through. But let's look back at the timeline and see the changes that have occurred in the last couple of years that's brought about our current predicament, which for us began on March 15th when President Trump declared a state of emergency for coronavirus. Three years ago, November the 8th, 2016, Donald Trump shocked the world by winning the presidency of the United States of America. He won this election by promising to make America great again, to put a stop to the globalist agenda, to close our borders, and to quit paying all the bills for United Nations and NATO. Also to stop uh, this man-made global climate change hoax and to stop the one-sided trade deals. He said, I want international trade, but it needs to be fair trade, not with America always being on the other end of the hook there. So once he started all this, immediately the globalist billionaire banking and business class turned on him. The press attacked him. Democrat politicians and never-Trump Republicans began trying to impeach him. That went on for about three years. And then once that failed, the next move was coronavirus. Now in the past, it was usually David Rockefeller who was pulling the strings on, around the world on these globalist movements, but he died in March 2017. We never did think he would, but he died in March 2017 at 101 years old. And of course, then there's George Soros. He always gets the blame. He's 90 years old. Right now, he's not having much to say, but he is heavily invested in pharmaceuticals. And so it appears that Bill Gates is taking the lead of this billionaire's club move toward a one-world order. Uh, one of the other elder statesmen of this bunch is Henry Kissinger, who is now 97 years old. And ever since I was a little kid, Henry Kissinger's been on the radio and on the TV talking about his new world order. Anyhow, he wrote an op-ed piece on April the 3rd rejoicing about how this new world order would lead us to how this coronavirus would lead us to this new world order. So he is so proud of Bill Gates, he said there. So apparently Bill Gates is the anointed one. He is one of the richest globalists today. He's co-founder of Microsoft, who is now working to give away his nearly $100 billion fortune through the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. His pet projects are population control and vaccinations. His father was a board member for the abortion provider Planned Parenthood, who helped young Bill understand as he grew up the need for global birth control to save the planet. Vaccinations, strangely, by Bill, are considered a subset of population control. Bill has this theory that if less babies died in infancy, then parents will want fewer children. 
And so he works all this population control and vaccinations through something called the Good Club. You can look it up on the internet. The Good Club is made up of other globalist billionaires like George Soros, Warren Buffett, Oprah Winfrey, uh, the Rockefeller family, uh, the Ted Turner Foundation, etc. Two years ago, on January the 17th of 2017, at the World Economic Forum in Davos, Switzerland. For those of you that's not aware of what goes on in Davos, Davos, they have this January meeting every year where 3,000 of the world's wealthiest people gather every year to figure out how to rule the world. Bill Gates, back in 2017, initiated a new working group called CEPI, the Coalition for Epidemic Preparedness Innovations. It's a collaboration of the Gates Foundation the governments of Norway, India, Japan, and Germany, and two big pharmaceutical companies called Inovio and Moderna. They also included DARPA, which is the Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency, also known as the mad scientist of the Department of Defense. They also included the Army, U.S. Army's Medical Research Institute of Infectious Diseases, that's the mad scientists of the Army, that work out of Fort Detrick, Maryland. This CEPI began working on the next epidemic in 2017. Also at Davos, Gates began working on a Netflix video called Pandemic. Now, as y'all all know, I don't watch movies, but maybe I should have watched this one. It was released in November of last year. The plot of the movie was a coronavirus that originated in a wet market in China, leaving millions of people dead. Wow, what do you think? Is that a coincidence? Is Bill Gates a prophet, or is it a plan? Last fall, October the 18th, 2019, there was a pandemic exercise called Event 201 at Johns Hopkins University. The exercise was conducted by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, the World Economic Forum, and Michael Bloomberg's School of Public Health at Johns Hopkins University. And yes, that's the same Michael Bloomberg that just tried to run against, Bill, uh, against Donald Trump for President of the United States. The pandemic simulation predicted that the coronavirus would have the same kill rate as the Spanish flu of 1918, which caused around 65 million deaths worldwide in an 18-month period. It's also interesting to note that Dr. George Fugao, the director of the Chinese Centers for Disease Control, was involved in the simulation. At the same time, at the very same day, October the 18th and lasted through the 27th, the World Military Games were being held of all places in Wuhan, China. You had 10,000 athletes from 110 countries. Uh, the United States delegation was about 300 people. Two months later, January the 7th, China reports the coronavirus outbreak in Wuhan. January the 21st through the 24th was the 2020 annual World Economic Forum gathering in Davos. So the rich guys were back in Davos again in January of this year. And Bill Gates and his CPI, CEPI that I just announced, they announced a coronavirus vaccine program with partnerships including Inovio and Moderna and the United States National Institute for Allergy and Infectious Diseases, which is led by none other than Dr. Tony Fossey, who is now the chief medical advisor to President Trump, who you see on TV in these daily briefings that we're getting. He's an interesting character because he wrote in March in the prestigious New England Journal of Medicine that this coronavirus was going to be a nothing. It was going to be similar to the seasonal flu. But when he went, to went in front of the television cameras, he told American people this coronavirus is 10 times worse than the seasonal flu, may kill 2 million Americans if we do nothing. 
it still may kill 200,000 Americans even if we shut down the country and shelter in place. There's no known vaccine, he said, and it's going to take 12 to 18 months to get a vaccine even ready for trials. And of course, the question is, is, where did Dr. Fossey get all those numbers? Where did he get the model of the 2 million people and 200,000 people? Well, it turns out that came out of the University of Washington, the Institute for Health Metrics and Evaluation, which is funded by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Before the thing was over in Switzerland, we had something going on at the United States Capitol. On January the 24th, the United States House of Representatives began drafting a coronavirus stimulus bill called the CARES Act. Yes, the money that you got this past week and deposited into your account actually started the legislative process on January the 24th, which as Americans, we didn't even know there was such a thing as a coronavirus till March, but somebody knew. So somebody in Congress knew it well enough to know that we were going to need relief, and they started a bill back on January the 24th. By the way, January the 24th is also the same time that the Senate was getting an ultra-secret briefing about this, and our new Senator, Kelly Loeffler, all of a sudden started having some changes made to her investment strategy on Wall Street. January the 30th. The United Nations World Health Organization officially, uh, officially launches a worldwide public health emergency for what they called a novel coronavirus. Even though at that time there was only 150 cases in the world, nevertheless, they knew it was going to be an emergency. By the way, novel means newly discovered, means never seen before, uh, means COVID-19 didn't just come crawling out of the woods. Kind of makes you wonder, where did it come from? January the 31st, President Trump orders a travel ban on anyone traveling from China. Four days later, January the 4th, the Centers for Disease Control decided not to use the World Health Organization's COVID-19 test kits. They didn't think they were good enough, that we had to come up with our own. So CDC made their own test, and they were defective. Had to pull them all off the market. CDC got out some new tests by the end of February, but then there were backlogs taking one to two weeks for people to find out whether they had it or not. By the way, you may not remember this about my resume, but before the Lord rearranged my life, I was planning on being a doctor. I was a pre-med major at the University of North Georgia, North Georgia College, majored in biology, minored in chemistry. So I went to the CDC website and looked at those test instructions, see what all was involved in doing a coronavirus test. And listen to this, this is a quote from the CDC website. A positive COVID-19 test does not rule out bacterial infections or co-infections with other viruses. Even COVID-19 may not even be the definite cause of the disease. Still, report all positive cases to CDC. Now, in layman terms, what that means is a patient may actually be sick with seasonal flu, or pneumonia, or molecule of COVID-19 DNA in their swab of their throat or their nostrils, then you're going to report that to CDC as a positive case. Well, one of the things that does for you is it definitely pumps up the numbers to make sure that everything that happens out there in the medical field is a COVID-19 case. Well, anyway, uh, the next day, February the 5th, Donald Trump was acquitted on the charges of impeachment. So all this time, we've been watching news about this impeachment, and we knew nothing about this COVID-19 thing that was going on out there in the world. 
So March the 11th, um, World Health Organization officially declared the COVID-19 a global pandemic. March the 14th, the Associated Press announced volunteers in Seattle were given the COVID-19 vaccine. Wait a minute. That was made by Moderna, wherever we heard that name before, and it was approved by Dr. Fauci's National Institutes of Health. And wait a minute, that's less than two months. I thought Dr. Fauci earlier said it takes at least 12 or 18 months to get a vaccine ready for trials. So something's going on there. Anyhow, March 15th, President Trump declares a state of emergency in the United States for COVID-19. And that's when we begin the social distancing, setting six feet apart, standing six feet apart, no, week, no meetings with over 10 people. On March 31st, Bill Gates wrote an op-ed in the Washington Post saying the United States missed the opportunity to get ahead of the coronavirus, so we need to shut down the U.S. economy for at least 10 weeks, which would take us to the end of June. And a week earlier, Bill Gates did a TED Talk interview where he said that once people of the world learn to trust science to solve a pandemic, maybe they'll be ready to trust science to solve climate change. And it kind of makes you wonder, where are we going with this thing? And so now we've moved on in our television narrative. Now the narrative is who done it? Where did this COVID-19 originate? Chinese leaders are saying that the United States military who attended the World Games in Wuhan released it as a bioweapon against China. American leaders are calling it the Wuhan virus and saying that the Chinese released it out of their virology lab in Wuhan in order to affect the world. The truth is probably up in there somewhere. But the trouble is, it's classified. And we will not know the truth for 40 years until it's declassified. And at that point, I will not care. Bottom line, this novel coronavirus, COVID-19, is a manufactured crisis designed to deceive people to accept a radically different world than you and I are used to living in. Now, don't get me wrong. Don't go out of here and misquote me. I'm not saying that people don't get sick with coronavirus. I'm not saying that they don't even die with it. The only thing I'm saying is according to the Centers for Disease Control who keep up with all these diseases, in an average year in the United States, there are 39 million cases of flu. 39, that's 10%. 39 million cases of flu. And between 30 and 60,000 people die. And I've been living on this planet for 63 years now, and we have never shut down the U.S. economy over that big of a threat and that many deaths. But here we are, for some reason, the powers that be have chosen to shut down America over COVID-19, which we've already said they're cooking the books on it, but right now they've only got 70,000 cases against 39 million cases every year uh, between flu and COVID. And also today they've got it jacked up to 35,000 deaths, but still that's considered a low flu year. So once again, why did we shut down the economy? I believe we are being deceived and manipulated. And the question is, is why are we being deceived and where are we going with this? Well, according to the prophet Daniel and the apostle Paul, the mystery of iniquity is already at work. We're watching people who have been deceived by Satan because they rejected the Lord Jesus Christ and they're changing Christian customs, culture, traditions, and laws all across our land to prepare the way for a future Antichrist. I don't know if he's right around the corner. I don't know when the Antichrist will appear, but nevertheless, the stage is being set. And we've seen a lot of changes just in the last month. 
as Rahm Emanuel, the former mayor of Chicago and former White House chief of staff under President Obama used to say, you never want a serious crisis to go to waste. And brothers and sisters, they're not wasting this one. We have watched our leaders transform this COVID-19 coronavirus from being just another virus into a crisis, into an epidemic, into a public health emergency, into a global pandemic. Now, I want you to stop because, again, we get caught up in the day-to-day, 24-hour news cycle. But stop and think about all the changes that we have accepted in about a month's period of time. We'll start off with the first thing they had to do, and that was to verify the power of the press. Make sure that those five corporations that control 90% of what we see and hear in the media still have the ability to put everybody in a panic. And of course, we're talking about CNN, Time Warner, ABC, Disney, Fox, News Corp, CBS, Viacom, NBC, Comcast. These networks bring on experts whose job it is to convince us that we need to give up our liberty or we're all going to die. They bring on globalist experts who explain that global problems require global solutions. I've heard that a half a dozen times, uh, sometimes daily. They tell us the world is too complicated for any nation, even something as great as the United Nations. We can't fix this by ourselves. We need a one-world solution to our problems. They bring on experts who tell us that we need to quit being ignorant and listen to science, listen to the experts, listen to the technocrats. They alone know how to fix pandemics. They alone know how to fix climate change. Another one of the great changes that we've seen that I've never seen in my time is called social distancing. Six feet between individuals, no gatherings larger than 10 people, order people off the streets and confined to their homes. This is a trial run at martial law, but it turns out they never needed martial law because most Americans submitted voluntarily. But governors have ordered up police, deputized government workers, and deployed National Guard just in case we the people get sick and tired of this and rebel. And to further add to the rumors of a police state, our governor in Georgia set up a telephone hotline so you can call and rat out your neighbors who are not complying with lockdown orders. That sounds more like Russia or China than it does the United States of America. The next big change is crashing the capitalist economy. Following these social distancing guidelines, we have watched 22 million Americans lose their jobs. We've seen the stock market drop 10,000 points. We've seen our retirement savings vanish and go down the drain. We've watched the government take charge of the means of production, which is a classic definition of socialism. We've got the government using executive orders, loans, and grants in order to pick which businesses will win and which businesses will lose. Another big change that's come out of this is they've made the church irrelevant, or should I say more irrelevant than what we already were. In times past, when America went into a crisis, they would call the people of God to pray. That's not what we're hearing now. We're hearing we need doctors, we need scientists, we need people to tell us how to do this. We don't need God, we don't need churches in prayer. Churches are listed among non-essential businesses. Pastors are not allowed to visit sick members in hospitals or nursing homes. The Christian tradition of handshaking with the right hand of fellowship is forbidden. Churches are not allowed to assemble, which is a violation of our First Amendment right, freedom of assembly, and freedom of religion. Not to mention it's also a violation of Hebrews chapter 10, verse 25, which says, Do not forsake the assembling of ourselves together. Our sermons and our Sunday school classes are forced online which means that all of our words are being saved and stored in the National Security Agency's new and huge data center in Utah, which as long as we have a government that's okay with Christianity is okay. But what if our new world government is more like China? 
then our very own words will be used against us in a criminal trial. So NSA, if you're listening, there it is. And so now the government is offering free money to churches. Never mind the fact that using taxpayer money to prop up churches who are in debt is a violation of the First Amendment of the United States Constitution. As our minister of music, Derek, often says, with the shekels comes the shackles. Whoever takes government money will ultimately take government regulations. And I don't think we want to do that at North Lake, at least not on my watch. Another change, cashless society. This is one of the globalist dreams and has been for years to get rid of cash, use digital currency to be able to monitor and control the flow of money around the world. Korea, which was one of the first nations outside of China to be infected with this disease, they pulled in all their cash to sanitize it because the World Health Organization said cash was just crawling with coronavirus. They required all their people to buy their things with credit cards and their iPhones. In the United States, Speaker Pelosi's first corona uh, relief ha house bill called for using digital dollars in order to give people their money that went out last week. Of course, you remember the Democrat House bill didn't pass, but the Republicans modified it, and they did pass a bill that didn't have digital dollars in it, uh, but we're already seeing pushing it through the IRS. There was all kinds of problems. We had money going to the wrong people, going to the wrong banks. Had some fireman, I think, here in Hall County got $7 million check last week. I mean, it, it, was, it was strange, I guess, just to prove that it's not going to work that way. So now we have a Senate uh, subcommittee on banking that's working on the details of how to give any future money to Americans in digital money instead of cash. Speaking of government giving out money, one of the goals of this new world order is universal basic income, where you get paid to do nothing. You don't have to work for money. The government decides what you need. I guess giving $1,200 to every adult and $500 to every child was a good test run. Interesting article in Bloomberg News on April the 5th. Spain is using the coronavirus crisis to roll out its universal basic income system. So apparently some of our nations know what's up with this. As Trump was signing in the $2 trillion re relief bill, he said that the final cost of all these programs will probably be $6 trillion. Now, brothers and sisters, this may sound good for us to be getting all this free money, but the thing you got to remember is no such thing as a free lunch. It will come due at some point. I believe by the time we get to the November elections, our national debt will be over $30 trillion. And just the interest on that debt will take up 15% of our federal budget. Think about that. 15% of your tax dollars will be going to empower international bankers who are holding our debt. Now, I could go on, but look at the hour. So let me conclude with another little notice change. This one happened around Christmas, in December the 23rd, 2019. Uh, the prestigious Scientific American magazine reported that the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation and MIT, the Massachusetts Institute of Technology, had developed a biometric tattoo where a nanochip can be injected into your forearm at the same time you're being vaccinated. Therefore, your arm can be scanned to reveal your identity, your vaccinations, maybe even your medical records. The biometric tattoo program was part of a bigger plan called ID2020 that was also announced this January at the World Economic Forum in Davos, again sponsored by the Bill Gates Foundation, Rockefeller Foundation, and several other billionaire organizations. These compassionate billionaires advertise this as being a special tool to help poor little children in undeveloped countries 
We're in a crisis when there's a war or famine or something like that. They have to run to some other country, and you don't know. They don't carry papers with them, so you don't know whether they've had their shots or not. So all they got to do is scan their little forearm and know whether they've had their shots or not. Sounds very compassionate. But then you read on down the article, they also mentioned that these tattoos would be a great screening tool for people at airports, border crossings, schools, healthcare facilities, government buildings, and sports facilities. Brothers and sisters, 2 Thessalonians 2.7, the mystery of iniquity is already at work. Now, I know, uh, for those of you that are still watching by television, haven't turned it off yet, uh, one of my, after one of my conspiracy theory prophecy sermons that I do from time to time, I'm often asked, well, Brother Danny, well, what can we do about it? I mean, you know, you preach a sermon to scare us all to death, well, what can we do about it? Are there some politicians that we can call to stop this thing? And the answer to that is, I don't think so because I think this train left the station a long time ago. The real question is not what can we do. The real question is going to be what will you do? If this coronavirus makes its second or third wave around the world like the experts are predicting, and the Bill Gates vaccine is magically ready, and they offer you the vaccine, but in order to get the vaccine, you also have to receive the biometric tattoo. Will you take it? If not, you probably won't be able to go to work or to school or the grocery store or to the bank. In the grand scheme of things, it'll probably not be a non-Christian thing if you accept that tattoo, a vaccine tattoo. We'll probably be okay. But later on, if we carry out this philosophy to Revelation chapter 13, when it's not just about a vaccine, but when you're required to swear allegiance and be willing to worship the exalted leader of the United Nations, or whatever the name is called at that point, to prove your loyalty to the UN, then you must take this biometric tattoo. And if you don't take it, then you won't be able to buy or sell or travel or get health care. What then? You're probably saying, Danny, I think this is a little extreme. I don't think this can happen. Sure, it can happen. It's happened before in history, even in some non-techie times. In ancient Rome, under the Roman Caesar Domitian, who happened to be in charge when John wrote the book of Revelation, he forced people to offer a sacrifice once a year of incense. It was just a little pinch. It wasn't much incense, just a little bit. All you had to do is pitch it into the fire and say, Caesar's Lord. That's it. And you're a good Roman citizen, and life goes merrily along. But that was a problem for some folks called Christians. They refused to take the pinch of incense and pitch it in the fire. And they refused to say, Caesar is Lord. Instead, they said, Jesus is Lord. And they and their families were thrown to the lions 